Hello and welcome to the Raptor Show on the Sportsnet Podcast Network. That's right. When uh, I go to that term, you know what time it is. It's me and Alex back. It's been a while since just me talking to Alex, but uh, BanterPod, it's also been a while since we've done one of those. So uh, we are currently at an undisclosed location, uh, at an undisclosed uh, floor on OMP here in uh, downtown Toronto. It is two degrees outside with sleet. And uh, joining me to, to, to discuss a variety of topics that are probably not related to basketball is the one and only Alexander Wong. What's going on, man? I what's guess your name's not actually Alexander, by the way. Yeah, what's up? Alexander is actually not my name, mm. but it does make right, me sound... What, what happened? Oh, I thought you I thought you messed up the recording. No, 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 no. My bad is I didn't oh, know your full name. Oh, okay. After. Sorry, just finding the rhythm of talking to you, my doing, brother. Doing Even ten. though we talk every day. By the way, you know you know how they have that like uh, yeah. that that theory that Malcolm Gladwell came out with was like ten thousand hours or whatever. Yeah. You think you, you think we have done ten thousand hours of podcasts at this point? Um, together, I'm not sure. I, I think if you were to count all your podcasting in your life, yeah, I think you've definitely approached that point. Because you, you you were saying earlier today, you're almost a decade in this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, you feel like a vet or what? I I low key feel like a vet because we were walking. So every day we we sit on one side of the, the office and then we got to walk across OMP to the the TV studio where we're doing the show. This is what people are here for, man. No, this really <laughs> Your is Your OMP travel log. Uh yeah, and so we're 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 traversing across OMP, which is like all like a pretty much like half a city block at this point. It's a pretty large building. Um and I brought up the point about Otto Porter being a vet and Blake's like, you know Otto's only 30, right? And I'm like, yo, I'm the same age as Otto Porter. You are, so, man. Who do you think has accomplished more in their field? Because so Otto has a championship. You covered a championship. Okay. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's, I mean. You've been the tail of the tape between me and Otto. The body yeah. of work right now is kind of even for me. Really, eh? Yeah, because sure? you've put in the work. You play 82 games a year. That's the difference. That is a big like, difference. Like, I don't remember I'm, a single season where you played less than, like, 72 games. I actually don't think that I've done a season with less than, like, 80 pods, React pods done. And I do preseason, I do postseason, I do uh, summer league season. Yeah, once again, thanks everyone <laughs> for tuning FIBA in World to World Cup season. Yeah, thanks everyone for tuning in to listen to Will's resume. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll get going soon. I, I mean, I think Otto made, an, he made a max contract with the Wizards. So, I mean, that, I think that alone is going to surpass my career earnings, my, gener- my future generation career earnings. So you're still chasing that max contract. Yeah, yeah. Is what you're saying. Yeah. But salute to Otto, man. He's the only only good thing coming off that Raptors bench right now. And yeah. I'm going to need him tonight against the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah, we're recording this. This is pod two or three for me today, speaking to 10,000 hours. Mm. Um, we just did the Raptors show for two hours. We did some succession uh, content. We did a uh, Once you know, again, this guy's, wizard. Re- this guy's recapping a show that people can find on the feed. <laughs> and uh, now we're Stop in a... producing. We're, we're, we're doing the banter pod, and then later on tonight, I will have the react pod as well. So I think I probably definitely have hit 10,000 hours. Yeah, I'm kind of on pod like 1.5 right now because, you know, usually I tap in for about an hour mm. on the show, and then I just kind of watch the show unfold... Yeah, I realized, too, like this year, obviously, we've added Blake, a different format, going to two hours. I think this is the most that we've ever talked not for content, mm. like, in in our lives. In terms of, like, we still talk every day. Yeah. But there's, like, way more off-the-air conversations now. Whereas I feel like last year, the last two years, all of our conversations were, were recorded for the public. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a variety of reasons for that, but I, I, I do think that... Um 
there was a trend last year where it was like you were trying to get out the building because we we signed off last year when we did one hour we would go from two to three but we'd actually break at two fifty five because that's when the commercials run so you would endeavor to essentially come to the office on one presto pass. <laughs> That's right. Did Olivia Chow change those rules? Because because there's a two hour thing right when you tap, yep. and so you would try to commute to the office and also leave from the office back into the subway within that two hour. Frame. And, and it usually and it worked. Doable. It was no, doable. it worked because yeah. I usually leave my place and I get to St Andrews Station and I tap in at about one fifteen. <laughs> this guy literally taps in. All I right. tap in at one fifteen. It gets me in around one thirty five. Yeah. I get my untoasted bagel and my right. coffee, and then I see you. And then we get in the studio and we get out at 255. I walk to Bloor, it's 305. Mm. So usually I was able to accomplish that. But Damn. obviously, with the format change this year, now I'm out like $3.45 or whatever. Have, it is have you asked work for that? No, I've actually never expensed anything here. Okay. Which, yeah, that's kind of weird, actually. Yeah. But yeah. I guess I just kind of clock in and clock out. You got, you got to talk to the friend of the program, Pat Flash. Yeah, that's right. Shouts to Pat Flash. Who I officially met <laughs> last week. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm, I'm trying to introduce you to some people here. So as we do always on the Banter Pod, we will start the beginning by previewing the whole show. Yeah, go ahead. Before getting into it. So today we've sorted into A-list topics. So A-list topics today is something that didn't happen in our lives mm. and something that did happen in our lives, oh, okay. which we're going to get into. Okay. It's like two truths and a lie. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Two truths and a life. So the B-list right. topics is assorted. And then you guys were so great sending in questions and emails that I went through and sorted them into six different categories Ooh, okay. that we will get into. You get to, it's kind of like dealer's choice for you. You get to pick which category you want to dive into and we'll go in that order. All right. But to begin, so something that almost didn't happen to us this week, and I don't know if we hinted at this on our regular pod, but I guess me and you were very close to almost hooping with Adam Sandler this week. Yeah, yeah. And this is not a joke. So Adam Sandler is actually in Toronto um, to do his comedy tour. And um, so he was doing, I think, one or two nights down at Scotiabank Arena. Um, is that why the Raptors are on this uh, two-week-long road trip? We will never know. Is this um, why there's no WNBA team because of Adam Sandler? You know what? That would actually be somewhat justifiable because he is a huge star, but there are lots of moments in the summertime where they just have an empty building. Um, and so, yeah, as people know, like Adam Sandler, when he comes to tr- like anywhere, really, he loves to hoop, right? He, he loves pick up hoop. and um, He has hooped at the same court that you go to yeah. after work. Yeah, and you know he loves uh, pickup basketball because he just pulls up at Ramson. Like, Ramson Park is not anything special. Um, some of the hoops are, like, 9 feet. Some of them are 10 feet. Uh, it's pure concrete. There's no three-point... Actually, there is a three-point line drawn, uh, but it's outdoors. It's in the elements. It's usually kind of cold. And, like, even the competition, I would say it's, like, sometimes okay, but, like, generally speaking, like, if I can walk into this run and actually be a productive player, that tells you that the quality is quite low. Because I my quality is quite low, so you know Sandler definitely loves hooping because he pulls up to this random like not not even gonna be like trying to dis- disparage anything, just like a scraggly <laughs> run, you know. And so he was coming to Toronto, and I think he actually had plans to sort of play indoor. Obviously, you know, you're not gonna play outdoor right now in Toronto. Like I said at the top, it's two degrees right now with sleet, um, you know. And so 
yeah, we had some connections uh, that would allow us to go to the same run. And so you've been sort of holding over my head for the last like week or so. <laughs> Is like, that how you feel? You were like, yo, Santa's going to be in town to play. And also I'm going to invite you to the Monday run if it happens. But I'm going to take Tuesday off because, you know, the run is supposed to happen. And unfortunately, both runs got canceled. So, yeah, that was tough. So yeah. I got the news last week and I was really excited. But I was told the run was going to interfere with this Tuesday, uh, this week's show. Like, basically, it was going to take up the 2 to 4 p.m. slot where we were on air. So, I mean, I immediately went to to our bosses and and got the day off Mm. and actually explained to them specifically, like, this was the reason why. (laughs) Like no, because told our bosses, yo, I can't work today because I'm gonna hoop with Adam Sandler. Yeah, and they were yeah. very understanding of it because yeah. I feel like this is yeah. one of those five random things where if it did happen, like everybody would understand. Yeah. So knowing that you can't be off the show because I guess I don't know why you can't be off the show for one day, no, but no, I just no, on, I just man. assume that it's not possible. I'm an 82 game player. Yeah, man. we can't we can't just leave Blake behind yeah. to just do the show as well. So I invited our friend Joseph Cacharo to this special run Mm. and it looked like it was going to happen. And then we found out on Monday that the Tuesday run was canceled, but Adam was coming in town on Monday in the evening and he was going to decide right then whether he was going to do a run on Monday night. So he was going to land. He was going to land. Wow. And he was going to decide. And then. So we were both on call basically on Monday. Yo, like yeah. Here, you here, describe the scenario. Here, for here's you. Monday for me, right? So um, we get off work at four. Um, we go home, and I'm waiting on your call. Yeah. So you take a shower when you go home, like. Do I take know, a shower when I go scrub home? Scrub your feet, type what? beat. Yeah. <laughs> Leave my feet alone. Sorry, man. What? Sorry, it's been a while. Let's get personal. Is that personal. what you do? You go home and shower and scrub. I shower. I famously shower five times a day. Yo, first so, off. So yeah. why? Yeah. Second you, of all, like you not scrubbing feet every day is what you're saying. <laughs> I, I, I mean, your reputation. Amount, your reputation is like on the line right now. Yo, this is like thing. you have not confirmed. I've asked you twice. You have not confirmed whether you scrub feet. Yes, I scrub feet. Okay, like, okay. I just, just want to know. To get me on the record. Okay. My God. So you go home. Uh, yes. You're possibly like dirty and disgusting. <laughs> okay. Damn. So you're waiting. You're waiting. Yeah, yeah. I'm waiting and filming. What do you do? Let's get the details, yeah, man. Like, yeah, like, yeah. are you just chilling, so reading a book, playing I Switch? Home, I feed my cats. Yeah. I uh, play FIFA, and as people understand. I don't just play FIFA like I play on online. I don't play FIFA like like Faisal does, where it's like you collect these players like, oh, I got a Maldini 2006, you know, like 99 overall silver card What is or that, whatever. a Maldini baby? No, man, that's like possibly one of the greatest defenders of all time, all right? Paolo oh, Maldini? You know, oh, man. okay, okay. AC Milan? Yeah. Anyway, um, no, I just play a my player campaign where it's fully offline. A my player I, campaign. I, I created a, a character most similar in body to me. So six foot two, like 200 pounds. Okay. Like, what position? You know, like, what position are you playing? Uh, I play midfield in, in, in this thing. Okay. I put myself on Liverpool, of course. Yeah. Uh, and then I score like three goals a game. <laughs> right, right. And I win every game. I'm legit on like a 200 game winning streak. In is, this is this fun? Like that you're just um, winning all the time. 
it it is fun because okay. I think it really does pass the time really nicely. It relaxes you. I feel it, like. it, yeah, it passes a guarantee. Like so, I yeah. changed the length of time to like from ten minutes to twenty as well. Yeah, so it passes a very efficient twenty minutes of my life. Um, yeah. while you're time. sitting there with your dirty feet, you know? <laughs> and I'm just there sitting in filth with with feet that are unscrubbed <laughs> yeah. at least for the day at that point, and I'm just waiting for this text. And I'm honestly the whole time because you don't typically message each other on Twitter DMs. So like yeah. I I was gonna put you on like you know the Woj and Shams like tweet alert yeah, yeah just yeah. in case just in, just so I know that like you're oh Alex is using his phone and on Twitter maybe he hasn't messaged me on the DM yet yeah I just want to know because I was just ready and I had a half packed bag like I had a basketball in there right I had a I had a towel so you were packed and I had shorts on okay you were packed I was not packed I was half packed because yeah. I think it's like it, it was if it was gonna be honest being on last second. So I wanted to essentially be ready and ready to go within 30 minutes. And I think around 7 o'clock, you broke the news to me that uh, the trade was officially off. No, the official the official time was actually around 8.15. Okay. I want to say, I believe you were watching James Harden's debut. I was, yeah. With the Clippers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because at 7.30, I had gotten really tired, I guess, from just, like, working that day. <laughs> all that feet scrubbing. All the, <laughs> yeah. After the fifth So shower, I was actually right laying in bed in the dark, and, like, I allowed really? myself to nap. So I set an alarm for 8 p.m. Oh, this is, like, when the NBA players talk about they got to have their nap in in the middle of the day? Yeah, so I all took right. a half-hour nap, and I think by then I was, like, figuring that it wasn't going to happen. Mm. But I also couldn't sleep the night away because, like, the regret that would fill me yeah, yeah, yeah. would be, like, incredible. So I wake up at 8. Wait, would you sleep the night away from 7.30? It's it's definitely possible. Wait, no, damn. So, 8.39 is wild, man. So then 7.30 I, for an so, overnight. Yo, listen, it's getting dark at 5, man. When it gets dark, it's time to sleep. Mm, true, true. So at 8.15, it got the text that it wasn't happening. Pass it on to you. Mm-hmm. And I believe you told me that you fell to your knees, maybe symbolically. Yeah, yeah. And and that was it. And it was a it was a huge it was a huge letdown. Like I didn't get myself too worked up about it, but I yeah. did feel like it was a pretty big letdown. I ended up going to the gym in my Sportsnet sweatshirt. Right, right. And that was my night instead. Uh-huh. So that was tough. Another shower after that. I, I, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shower before as well. Because you want to... <laughs> before you going want, to You want to make sure you're clean. Wait, you shower before you go to the gym is nuts. No, man. I have to. This but is you're for... you're going to shower guaranteed after. I know, but this is for society. Like, you have oh, to... okay. You have to okay. come in clean. If We've learned from the Bro. pandemic that, like, it's, it's good to sanitize. I'm calling you Hillary Duff. You come in clean. <laughs> no, that's crazy. That's that's sick. Anyways, that was about wow, it, and then so like, courteous. and then like, I ended up having to come to work on Tuesday, uh-huh. and it ended up being like a fun day because I was like, you know, working with Dennis Schroeder's people, yes, to yeah. get him on the show. He kept getting right. pushed. He turned his phone off at one point, and they ended up. <laughs> He's like, Stop, leave me alone. <laughs> no, I was texting with his people, and they're like, He's like, unlike you guys, the Raptor show is not my whole life. <laughs> I was texting with his people during the show, and they were like, hey, uh, Dennis turned his phone off. <laughs> and I was like, athletes, am I right? <laughs> yeah, that's wild. Yeah, and then he finally joined, as people probably know now, yeah. on the team bus. And then, yeah, in the evening uh, on Tuesday, which was yesterday, like Sandler, like you mentioned, did his show at Scotiabank Arena. Mm. And Scotiabank Arena official IG account tweeted out uh, Adam Sandler City Edition jersey. Uh, and they hung it on like the third floor practice court and they gave him a whole swag bag. So I, I would assume that Sandler probably got some shots up at the practice court yesterday. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, it's a little devastating. Uh, it is kind of a once in a lifetime scenario because the thing is like if you had to pick your all time five, like who you could hoop with. 
No, this is like, like non non athlete edition. Like this it can't is, be like I want to play with This is number MJ one. Like I'm not even gonna sugarcoat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this yeah. was number one. Like if I were to pack my gym bag, I was definitely gonna pack my Uncut Gems Blu-ray. Okay. And there was also an Uncut Gems zine that you had bought for me. Yes, that's right. Which yeah, I yeah. had framed. Wow, I didn't even know that. So I was gonna roll into the gym <laughs> with a Blu-ray, a McDouble, and a framed Uncut Gems Holy. zine. And I was debating. I had this Punch Drunk Love, which is one of my favorite uh-huh. Adam Sandler movies. I have a Punch Drunk Love like bootleg tee. Okay. Would, do you think it would have been too much for me to hoop with Sandler in a tee of a movie Honestly, that he was in? Or do you think like, – because that's it's not a little bit too much. To it's probably happened to him before. Yeah, but that's I feel like thing. that's kind of weird behavior though. Uh yeah, it's like right? that, it's like the image you showed me um, yesterday where LeBron was dunking, but D'Angelo Russell was also <laughs> jumping behind him, mimicking the dunk. You know what I mean? Like, you know, as, as the kids would say, you know, the, yeah. the eating is crazy. But like, yeah, I mean, you know, um, I really felt I, like I, I felt like I would have won him over. I think we both would have won him over. Here's like, thing, I think personality wise, you guys would really get along. No, I think just on court wise, we're both both of us are very like we take it very seriously. You're both unselfish. Uh, pickup hoopers. So yeah. Adam Sandler, from what we have heard, is like um, mostly a point guard, pass first point guard. Yeah, he's got you some. Know, he drops some dimes. He like drops some dimes. Nice dimes. He's a shooter too, I think. He, he, maybe, yeah, but I yeah. mean, like he's he's not going out there and trying to get buckets. Like you know, we've hooped. With, like okay, we played with Simu before, for example. Sure. And, and Simu just like is just only knows the shoot button, like only the square, no X. Like it's just mm. he's just shooting. It's like Westbrook style, uh, minus the the passing actually. So not Westbrook style at all, but like. No, Sandler seems like a guy who like really just wants to get on. Like he's he, maybe he's competitive, maybe he's not. You know, but at the same time, like he's there for the love of the game. No, the I fact feel like- that he was gonna fly in the night of and yeah. then go straight to the court to hoop with some random strangers in Toronto is kind of sick to me. Like he actually is a pure hooper in that way. Well, it's crazy because if you think about it, he literally just does this in every town that he goes to. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's just this is not like a Toronto specific thing. But I feel like if I were Adam Sandler in this situation, I would also want the same thing. Like I would just want to like do what I like on the road as much as possible, you know? And like when I'm on the road, I would love to find a basketball court and just shoot like 153s in in an hour, which is my new, uh, my new, uh, you know, workout goal these days. And I usually hit 153s by 45 minutes at this point. Yeah, no, I really respect. I mean, do we disrespect Sandler because he wasn't a true hooper and he didn't come through? On these two runs? I mean, personally, I'm very disappointed, but I also understand that he's here for like a multi-million dollar yeah. tour. So I was a little surprised that you were like this giddy about it. I, I Like well, you were pretty locked in about this. I was pretty locked in, but also to, to be fair, like any opportunity I get to play indoors for basketball, yeah. I am kind of in as well. So it wasn't the celeb angle for you? It was, uh, it was, it was a bit of both. It's a bit of both. I mean, okay. like I don't personally stand Adam Sandler like that. I mean, obviously yeah. I like him to a, a reasonable degree. <laughs> but like I also really like Uncut Gems I don't know but no we would have gotten yeah. our dirty feet there on the court and like well, yours would have grab. been squeaky clean <laughs> we would have yo do you have those like fish you know the, the freaky Asian fish that oh, you put your yeah. feet in the water those and the, look really comfortable the little minnows just chomp away do you like eat the soap? fish after like how does yo, it work no, <laughs> is it like a two for one do you <laughs> steam the fish after yo this guy tried to eat his own feet man <laughs> yo, that's, that's crazy. crazy I mean we eat chicken feet man yeah it's different that's different <laughs> like man. Jesus Christ anyways I want to eat the the feet fish is nuts. <laughs> I don't know why it's so feet focused. Today. Oh, brother. But yeah, that was the whole saga. Yeah, Obviously yeah. not not revealing 
all the details, want nah, to respect nah. um, all the sources that was able to of course, man. Protect possibly make it happen. So just want to say a huge appreciation mm. to, to everyone involved who, who almost got us to this run. And uh, I mean, I think, it, I think the opportunity might come up again, right? Mm. You never know. You really uh, never know. Yeah, you really will never know. And I hope you get your chance to wear Adam Sandler shirt and have every Adam Sandler paraphernalia in the book <laughs> uh, pulling up the hoop with him. No, it honestly, would have been amazing. So yeah. that that's that's the end of that saga for now. Oh yeah, I went yeah. on his IG page yesterday. <laughs> okay, and, okay, man, just leave him alone. And like. he's such a huge hoophead. One of the videos that he has on there, he's wearing an NBA seventy fifth anniversary hat. Oh, yeah, like that's a no, like is that like a Rob Lowe? Like I'm a fan of the NFL. Yeah, yeah, it's a little situation? Rob Lowe situation, but okay. it's like. If you think about his career, too, like with Uncut Gems, mm. working with KG, and then working with Wancho yeah. on Hustle, like he's really leaned into his love of basketball, which, like, again, it goes yeah, back yeah. to your point of like, yo, if I was that famous, if I loved hoop, like this is exactly how I would live. I mean, I think he's just really blessed, right? Because obviously he's, he's had this like tremendous career and like he's so successful. It's like you can just do what you like at that point. And honestly, like people have such trust and faith in him that like they'll roll with whatever he likes, you know, like uncut gems, obviously it wasn't his like idea. It was the Safety brothers. They wrote the script. Um, shouts to the original script had Amari Stoudemire in it. Instead, they love the Knicks too much. Oh wait, <laughs> I didn't know this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, it was this originally is like public knowledge. It was originally written for Amari Stoudemire, oh, wow. but then like okay. they updated it with like different a- actors that they tried out. And that ca- I think Kobe was also on the contention oh, for one damn. of those. Right. So, yeah. um, in any case, like, like the fact that he chooses to, to to partner with these kind of projects to do things that he loves, like it's just I don't know. I hope I hope everyone gets to that point in their career, not to be as successful as Adam Sandler, but to be successful enough to do things that you actually like. Yeah, and it, you feel it, passionate about. So yeah, it did get us into a conversation too. Like we were just talking because like we felt like every single uncut gems meme while we were going through it on Monday. Like, I was basically that guy that was waiting in between those, uh, like, glass windows. Nah, that was the real between the lines, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was waiting, and you had made a point, because spoiler for the ending of Uncut Gems, yeah, right. like, that guy, when he gets let in after the end of Sixer Celtics Game 7, just yeah. immediately shoots Howie, yeah. uh, Adam Sandler's character, and you were like, I kind of understand why, why <laughs> it would be this tense, like, waiting for something. And my pushback was, listen, he did not need to shoot Adam Sandler in that scenario. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. <laughs> no, he didn't. Because he the- just wanted to watch Thad Young <laughs> go up against KG. Yo, I got to ask Thad Young about that game 7-1. We actually man. really do. Um, no, but I, I think for me, it was just like how he was never going to pay him ever. Even after winning and banking all that, you know, money onto that thing, and I think he probably would have cleared like one point five, mm. you know. But like he, but probably, I'm only doing two. But he probably was only going to give two, <laughs> if any at all. So he, it was a huge mound of debt that had piled up by then. Yeah, and technically had You're the right. money to actually cover it, but he was never going to do that. You know what I mean? So yeah. Okay. So who kept the money at the end? Julie Fox. Yeah, but she was like really sad about it, obviously, because she found out. Actually, did she find out in movie? That Adam no, Sandler so. had gotten killed? No. Yeah, that's tough. That's huh. tough. People are saying Julia Fox in that movie was her insanity. Probably was. Like that, that was her, her performance of a lifetime. Anyways, first time stamp. All right. This is the end of the Adam Sandler saga for now. Got you. And now we're diving into something that did happen. And I want to get your POV on this, oh, which, okay. is, yeah, which yeah. is my book launch yeah, yeah, yeah. at the university of Toronto. So it was a beautiful evening. Shouts to the school again for helping to organize and doing everything. 
shouts to Carlo, shouts to Ennis II, to Second Dad. Joseph Wong, like, we had a great turnout. Friends and family were there. Members of the first year, Raptors were there. So just want to hear from you, because I was very mm. busy that night, yeah, yeah. what your POV was okay. of that evening. Like, yeah, you straight, make it a weird, man. No, I, I want to hear... Stop POV I, 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 and feet for the I, rest of the episode. I want to hear yeah. from your feet. Yeah, what was it oh. like to plant your feet at the Goal Ring Ooh. Center and, and be a part <laughs> of this historic moment of, of my career. Well, no, it was great to see you 10 toes down. On a, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 10 toes down is the funniest <laughs> phrase, man. It's usually like, yo, you trying to try to overstate the fact that you're standing upright. It's, it's crazy. Well, I mean, Otto last year was nine toes down. He was so. nine toes down, but now yeah. he's 10, and, and now he's our most important bench player. I hope he has a great game against the Mavs tonight because uh, I picked the Raptors once again in between the lines. But um, so, yeah, I mean, you told me that this, this event was going to be uh, at Hart House, it's no, it's like, at Gold Ring. Sorry, you keep Gold messing Ring. up I, I, the sorry, gym. My, my bad. At, at, at Gold Ring, and yeah. that, that's where like I don't know, man. That's where like like OVO games were being played. Like that's where Stanley Johnson dropped like eighty nine. Yeah, that's the CCY celeb classic. That's a celebrity classic. That's where obviously the UFT men's team we had a chance right. to check out last weekend. Right. Shouts to them for they, winning the home opener. They stole the game over McMaster. <laughs> they might have stolen it. No, they fully did. We have film review. Whatever, it doesn't yeah. matter. Shouts to, to Coach Muddy. Shouts to Coach Muddy. Congrats yeah. So on the I win. mean, first of all, before we even get there, because we finished the show that day. And we're rolling there together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you suggested because the location is pretty close that we should just take the subway or the streetcar. Yes. And I was like, no way. Like, there's no way I go to, like, one of the biggest events of my career not in a taxi slash Uber. Okay. And you seem to have a problem with that. Okay, so here's the thing. Like, I was there on that day. My mindset was I'm going to help, you know, you execute this event to the best of your abilities because Mm -hmm. I realized it was, like, 500 people there. And the people there were, you know, fans of you, fans of the show, yeah. fans of the Raptors. No, huge shout out to all the fans of the Raptors show. And then who so, showed ma- up, man. so many friends, too, because we're talking about like 500 people were in attendance for this thing. And yeah. So like so many friends from like all areas of your life. It's essentially like physically stepping into the Stephen LeBron universe. Right. There's yeah. like friends from, you know, um, you know, your original friends, like your 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 real life friends, yeah. your, your uh, Stephen LeBron radio friends, yeah, media know? friends, media who are friends. real friends Bro, now. There was like a there was like a there was like a core of like old Yahoo people, a core of like old the score people, oh, uh, like a Sportsnet crew, a TSN crew. Like it was like, yo, you had everybody in attendance in the same place. Damn, that's kind of sick, man. You had your UFT people. You had you had guys from our yeah. ball run that came out ball to, run came through we had all our chef friends including obviously you know shouts to patois and pie for yeah putting on trevor food for pulled event. up yeah with wifey everything i had like my streetwear friends Your streetwear slash real friends, friends right, like right, right. josh from invintage mm-hmm. kai was there like yep. all these people yeah you're right you're right no, and i realized when i when i was thinking about it i was like yo this is going to be your wedding this is your second wedding this was my second wedding and in and i think what really crystallized that was um, we were upstairs in the green room sort of getting ready for, you know, just this whole event and whatever. I actually had no part in it. I was just there to sort of, you know, yeah. participate. Um, and I was going downstairs just to sort of check out what was going on. And I ran into your family and like pretty much oh, your whole right. family that you actually like constantly like your, your close family. No, this is like my whole family that is here in yeah. Canada. Like this is right, my yeah, sister. Yeah. My brother-in-law, my nephews, and and my parents, and and shouts to Mark Savell. He did drive my dad. Yes, he even printed out a sign 
uh, with the Chinese characters of uh, I'm here to drive you to whatever. He, he did. I mean, he said he printed out a sign that said Ni Hao. Savelle is the biggest clown I know that's also a millionaire. Uh-huh. So I guess I have to respect both sides. But yeah. but not to bury the lead, like this was your first time meeting my family. This is the first time I've seen your parents. Yeah. Um, either one, actually. But, you know, I, I'm- either one is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was also the first time they were in a room together. Yeah, that's, that's secondary. <laughs> that's up to you if you want to disclose that aspect of that. Oh yeah, you accidentally on on a show on a regular show the day after. No, come on, we deleted no, it from the podcast. No, but like, why you, you got to mention it? Now? Oh yeah, actually, my mom might listen to this. So yeah, let's yeah. move on. Let's move on. <laughs> anyway, uh, Nihao, yeah. uh, Alex's mom. Yeah. <clears throat> so like, you had everybody there, and it was like essentially like it, this huge, huge event. And so yeah, I mean, I, I thought it was so impressive to like. Um, you know, see the fact that you've had all these panels put together and you had like the original owner of the Toronto Raptors, you know, JBJ, um, the, you know, before we had JDJ, we had yeah, JBJ. Don't, don't forget David Peterson too. He's a former premier. Yep. He was also part of, uh, he was also part of the ownership group. Right. My guy, Tom O'Grady, the former NBA creative director flew in from Chicago on his own dime to give a presentation. Yeah. That was sick too, because you know, for people who don't know, like, I mean, a lot of people don't know unless they repair historic, but like, you know, they like he designed the Raptors logo, and like that's such an iconic thing. You know what I mean? Like that's something that you know you're literally wearing in your hat right now. So, um, it, it was just a great event in, in general. But like you had like lots of food, the drinks were good, the venue was amazing. Yeah. And so you know, at the beginning of it, before anybody sort of like you know got on stage to start speaking and stuff, you were like, because you were busy and you're running around, you're like, yo, Will, get out to the front. Because there was a gym, but there was also a foyer outside the gym. He's like, go to the foyer and help me sell some books. Yeah, so the school had purchased, I believe, around 200 copies Mm. to have it on hand for the event. And yes, I did press you because we know the stands were in attendance. And and what stands do is listen to the person that they stand. Mm. And so I needed you to use your influence. Right. You and your dirty feet had to stamp out there (laughs) to the table. And I believe... Would you say you forced around forty to fifty stands? I'm not even kidding. I to think buy I, books? I think I moved at least forty. 50 what was your What you. was your pitch when you came up to these people? So, um, so people who haven't been to Gold Ring, um, you have to walk down a flight of stairs or at least come down the elevator. Um, you and, love describing the logistics, and then, of so then and then it all gathers in this foyer, and then you go through these two doors and yeah. you go into the gym. So inside of the gym is where Alex is sitting at a table and there's like a long lineup for people waiting to yeah, get their books. Which I was very pleasantly surprised by. Really there's a lot of people everybody. waiting to get his book signed to the point where he had to do a post-show signing as well. Yeah, I'll get to that he with my with my lines. personal security guard, which I assigned to me. Clayton. Right, which I thought was the original owner, <laughs> John Bitto. How do you confuse a guy who's following me around? For the owner, like I actually can't um, understand that yeah, concept. It's, it's a good question, but regardless. Yeah. But anyways, you were forcing stands to buy. So books. I was, I was on the outside on the foyer. I'm, I was outside the NBA shots of James Herbert, and I was just sitting on that in that thing. And there's, a, there's like two or three U of T students who, like, you know, look. I mean, I'm not saying that like they weren't trying to do their jobs, but they're like yeah. kind of bored. They're like, okay, you want to buy a book? Here you go. Like whatever, yeah. right? So I get in there and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna tap into my uh, my 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 sales expertise. Yeah, your your so, cutco. You got your cutco on. So it was a bit of cutco. You co. sharpened those knives. It was a yeah. it was you know a bit of that salesmanship. Yes. It was a bit of um, when it's I worked as, as sharp as the callus on your feet. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, they're, they're relaxed, man. I, I, every night I scrub them down. But like, 
What um, I also used to work at R.J. McCarthy's, which they no they, they way, man. The Who is that? Payne Pritchard's backup. <laughs> you don't know R.J. McCarthy's? R.J. McCarthy's. <laughs> RJ, okay, RJ McCarthy. Is he ahead of Delano Banton on the depth chart right now in Boston? <laughs> Probably is, man. Uh, so RJ McCarthy's is uh, if oh you are driving in, God. if you're driving on the QEW and you're going west, yeah. right, you're in Etobicoke, right? I don't know what that means. Yeah. Um, you know, like around the time when you pass the theater, the uh, oh yeah, the Queensway, big theater, Queensway, yeah. right? Big theater, uh, Cineplex. When you when you when you pass that, and then you will see one building on the side that has like a big yellow school bus on top of it. Okay. Yes, I, I actually do know this. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know that, yeah. right? That's where I used to work. Um, like full time? No, no, it was like a summer job when I was a university student. Okay, okay. but I would come back to Toronto. I would work at, at RJ McCarthy's. Yeah, um, I'm really it's, glad you're where you're at in your career now. Man. <laughs> things yeah. Yo, things my, weren't looking that good. My resume looks crazy. Things man. weren't looking that good early. <laughs> it goes cut yeah. go to sports. That is nuts. Um, and so I used to work at the the uniform store, and and you know whatever, like it was like school uniforms. I'm sure anybody who went to like a Catholic school would come oh, through. Oh, you and guys buy them. sold uniforms. It was a funny experience because it was the first time I realized, like, not. I guess it was the first time I realized wealth disparity, but I I saw it in action. Yeah, because I I just knew kids were rich and some knew kids were poor, but we we're all kids at the end of the day. Yeah, seeing kids coming with their parents, and some parents would be like, you know, like realistically, some some rich white parents would come in and be like, oh honey, you want you want you want you want, you need you need you need like multiple pairs of pants, right? Yeah. So they would buy like 10 pairs of pants, 10 shirts, like oh, 55 wow. burgers, 55, <laughs> yeah, whatever, right? Yeah, 55 but it's like, tater it's like tots. mad overpriced. And it's, it yeah. was never secondhand. So like they would walk out and they would check out for like 1500 Wow. For a year. Just, and it was, just like, on school and it was like no sweat to them. They just needed yeah. to take care of their kids. And then there would be the other end of it where yeah. it would be like, uh, you know, like the, you know, mostly immigrant population would come in and they would like, I, I literally remember this very vividly because I was helping them sort of get items or whatever. And the kid was like, mom, I need more than one pair of pants. Like, I, what am I going to do if I get them dirty? And she's like, I'll wash them. And she like, oh. they literally walked out with like the bare minimum possible. Okay. Um, so I, I saw like both ends of the spectrum in terms of like, oh my God, there's some people just like throw away this money for no reason. Yeah. And there are some people who are like actually trying to scrimp and save. It's basically me and you. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. and so, but regardless, I'm tapping into that mode. So, Arjun McCarthy's Cutco. I'm outside. You're locked in. And people in. are coming down the stairs. People come down the elevator. And I'm just like, yo, before you even go in, you got to check out this book right here. And I kept telling them, look, oh, it's, wow. it's 30 here and it's 38 on Amazon. It's 38 um, on Indigo as well. You got to buy them here. And then you got a chance to get them signed by Alex inside. And I swear, like, literally every single person that would walk in, whether they knew who I was Damn. or they didn't, I was, like, going up to them and being like, you got to buy this Yo. book right now. Man, and a I lot of people it, did. Man. And the thing is, the funny thing is, a lot of people bought them, and they were like, "Yo, can you sign the book? And I'm like, oh, that's <laughs> nice of you. But I'm like, okay, sure, I'll sign the book. And they're like, wow, thanks, Alex. And I was like, oh, you thought I was Alex, and I'm telling my own book at my own event, and I'm signing it for you up front? No, that's not how this works. I did have a few people bring me books in the line that was already signed by you. <laughs> And I wanted to be like, yo, he did not he did not contribute anything to this. I'm like, you want me to sign my review on the jacket of the book? Like, you, like what do you want, man? Damn, I appreciate it. I didn't know you were yo, actually. So I'm telling you. I, was, I didn't know you were doing an actual like, no, full I was moving effort. Packs. I thought you were just randomly as people came up to yeah. you being like, yo, buy a book. No, no, no. no. I was moving oh, wow. packs, man. Trust me. Trust me. Okay. So. Well, I'm happy to report the school told me the day after that they basically sold out. Yo. 
of all the books. That's what I like to hear. No, which is hear. like, so, which is so like, where's my commission? Yeah, I got you. I got you two patties next week, man. Oh, okay. Yeah, let right. me buy you that's two a, patties. That's a four four fifty. Yeah, it can be spicy, extra spicy, like yeah. whatever you like. Wow. wow, wow. Let's go back to you though. Also, yeah, like yeah. meeting my parents. Like, do you okay. remember anything about talking to my mom? Apparently, my dad curved you. Um, in, in the washroom. In, in the washroom. That's different. So let's That's start. Different. Let's right. start with moms. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember, because my mom had recalled this interaction hmm. to me after. Um, do you recall what my mom said to you about seeing you in real life versus on TV? Yeah. So she yeah. came up to me and and like typical Chinese. Um, Older and, and, Chinese. And you guys generation. are speaking in Mandarin. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's yeah, let's yeah. let's set the stage here. She's right? like, oh, you sure guo yu ma? And yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm like, yeah, I sure guo yu. She's like, she's like, you better get ready to learn Chinese, buddy. <laughs> yeah. She's like, get ready to speak Chinese, buddy. And I'm like, I'm happy to do so. You're you're Mandarin, and you know, shows to shows to a mainlander. We had a chance to meet Mainlander's mom recently. Oh, that's right. That's and right. And you spoke to her in very fluent Mandarin. Yeah, yeah. She stopped speaking to me once she realized, uh, actually, never mind. <laughs> Shouts to Mainlander. Yeah, sorry. But, like, I did not realize your Mandarin was this, like, fluent. I mean, it's not, like, the most fluent, but, I mean, like, I can, yeah, I can definitely speak yeah. to people in Mandarin. So, like so you're talking no to my problem. mom in Mandarin. Yeah, yeah, And, you know, and I think, so, this is, like, a thing for maybe older Chinese parents, but maybe it's more common across other cultures as well. They're just like, um, they're rude in a way that th they don't mean to be rude, but it'll come across as rude. Mm. So she'll be like, oh, you're a lot more taller than I remember and on the TV. And I'm like, oh, all right. <laughs> all right, cool. So you're saying like, I look short on TV. And to be clear, my mom watches every day. Yeah, she watches every day. Yeah. She actually sends you a, a, a picture of you yeah. to your WhatsApp or group yeah. uh, after every show, which and is amazing. And she has now learned, I downloaded an Overcast app for her, which is a podcast wow. app. Wow. And she thinks that because she plays it, it'll help us, like help us, because it's like one extra stream. It, it, it does technically help us, yeah. So she plays it every day. And In she'll send me screenshots. Yeah, she'll wow. be like, I like this. And I'm like, what do you like? <laughs> us comparing succession characters? They're like, yeah, I agree. Pascal, <laughs> yeah. Pascal is Kendall. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> What? Yeah, he's like, oh yeah, they need to run more pick and roll. They're like, oh, okay. why am I making fun of my mom right They're like, now? You man? don't know what dark hole stands for. Like, <laughs> so she said, you're taller in real life. She's like, oh, you're so tall in real life. Uh, yeah. You can't tell on the seats. And she's like, oh, but Orin over there, he's short. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, so sorry, Orin. I'm sorry. Yeah, my short king, Orin. Yeah. Um, and then she's like, oh, you look younger in real life too. And oh, I'm like, okay. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, you know what, man? You know, I appreciate yeah. this. But no, it was actually really nice, man. Honestly, both your parents are really courteous. Yeah. Uh, obviously, what, did I, my, I, what did my dad do to be courteous? He just said hi. Okay, and then okay, I said, okay. oh, hello, ni hao, ni hao, and then yeah. whatever, and then that's it. Nice, and then I saw nice. him in the bathroom. Did and they, it was, did it was they no, talk to each other? Did you see any, uh, you know, did you see any interactions in that? Didn't see a lot of small, small, didn't see a lot of wong, wong pick and rolls, man. Okay, okay. No wong, wong pick and rolls. My nephews were very happy to see you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've that's met, right. You've met my sister before. Yep, yep. So, so those were not like new interactions. I met your brother-in-law too. So, yeah, like, brother-in-law. I've seen them at the Raptors game. Yeah, so. but but like my nephews, like you know, you're like you're you're like one of their guys, you mm. know, because you have brought them a Nintendo Switch to play. Like last time they were at the arena. Right. So they're so, like, we don't want to see Giannis warm up one no, meter away from us. No. A rare experience that people will pay for. No, I'd rather no. see your Charizard. Yeah. You and Faisal are like 
they're like, because one of my nephews calls me second mommy. Yeah, um, okay, hold on. Can, we, can we go and go to that? We're not going to unpack that right now. Yeah, but like, you, are you sure you want to unpack so that? So you and Faisal are the third mommies right now. What? Yeah, so, Wait, so in what chats. What does he think mommy means, In, in my family chats, like, we refer to you two as third mommies <laughs> Yo, at the moment. That doesn't make any and sense. And you're both invited to a to-be-determined date ah. uh, Christmas gathering. Yeah, yeah, I'm done. I'm at, done. At my... Uh, at my sister's. I can't guarantee both my parents will be there. Uh, that's okay. Possibly will stagger them like James Harden and oh. Chris Paul in Houston. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. I've come to realize that's my family Yo, you life. Doc Rivers? No, I'm Mike D'Antoni, man. Holy. I really stagger Harden and CP. Oh, my God. Yeah, this is like every weekend for me. Mm. So you're in the family now. Wow. I don't know if that's something that, like, you know. And, and oh, yeah, okay. That's nice. I've got to meet your parents at some point, too. That has never happened. Including your brother as well. Because, like, like, yeah, actually, I, I do flame your brother like all the time. Yeah, so we well, need to get to that. I mean, I don't think you should. I don't think he deserves fl- blame for ordering Uber Eats. Yeah, no, it's twenty year old. Yeah, no, it's fine. Like, it's yeah, the it's most fine. normal activity for him. Yeah, not if you run out of money though. Like that's no, you that's, know, come on, bro. That that was a little bit aggressive. You no, know, no, what no. I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. you know what? It, it happens, man. It happens. Yeah, so, shout out to my brother, by the way, man. Good luck on midterms. Don't don't be listening to this right now. If you text me about this pod right now, I'm joining. Yeah, I'm gonna tell yeah. you to go stop, study for your midterms. Stop listening to this, man. Yeah, go study. Yeah. So that was great. Got to meet the family. But yeah, it was great though, because again, it's like literally everybody in your universe was there, and so yeah. like, and and like there was enough people where they brought their friends, and uh, it was just cool to see everyone in the same place, man. Every, everyone got a lot of food, man. Even Raptors PR showed up. Oh, you know, that's right. Josh, um, Josh Sue yeah, did show Yeah, me and Josh up. Sue just eating some popsicles in the back. Yeah, other members of MLSE was there as well. That's yes, right, yeah. Which, uh, which was great. And that was the one upsetting thing for me is that, like, I was so busy. I didn't get to eat any of the food. Mm. I didn't get to hang out with you guys. And you right. Know, you know this guy I, was too busy signing autographs. No, but you literally, know, literally no, too but busy. You know I love hanging out. I mean, and like, we do it every day, man. <laughs> no, it's but fun. it's like... Like you mentioned, with that crowd there, yeah, like it was such a like special mix of people, yeah. But I understood, like obviously, like this is the event. I have to take care of a lot of stuff. So yeah, that that's the one thing. I mean, I'm not complaining, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I, but the next day I did message everybody just to get their POV, yeah, on the situation because mm. I just wanted to know how other people yeah. experienced the event. No, I think everyone had a really good time, man. I, and it was, even for me, it was like, because I know a lot of the same people, like we run in very similar circles. So it was <laughs> we great are, to like, We are just a circle, man. <laughs> well, yeah, mostly. I think at this point, it's just like, you haven't met like my brother. But uh, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, no, it was cool though. Like it, it was, and I think it was a, it was a great celebration. I'm happy that it was, you know, it was your moment. And yeah, um, yeah I, I mean, I, I'm not I wasn't, fl- I wasn't nervous during my speech. Right. I'm not going to flame your publisher, by the way. Because, oh yeah, yeah. Let's leave that. Um. <laughs> We had, uh, you know, we had pre-written, you know, I pre-written three different speeches. Yeah. And and I feel like I ended up picking the right one. So what were the three versions? Uh, so the version that I ended up using, I guess, was like just more personal. Mm. Um, the second one was going to be more like uh, attacking like, uh, you know, the shortcomings of sports media industry mm. towards uh, people like myself. Okay. And All just right. minorities in general. So a bit of a more serious slash angry tone. Mm. And then the third one was like entirely kind of a joke where I was going to try to shout out like a hundred people. Um, in a span of like five minutes, okay, and like tell. So I, I, I think I ended up like picking the right one. Yeah, yeah. That just didn't seem like the space to like snap. Apologies again for people who came to the book reading at Annex Hotel when I snapped a little bit there. Yeah, at the end. Um, that was an embarrassing moment of my career. No, nah, I think I was sitting. I was standing in the back with with Vivek. 
Uh, During the this is the separate event at the book reading. No, 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 at this one. Oh, at this one. Okay. And uh, I was yeah. I was talking to Big V, and then you yeah. were giving your speech, and I was like, oh man, he went with the therapy version of the speech. <laughs> He's like, yo, man, this book tossed me so much energy. I had to go to therapy. It was so but good. But it really man. changed my life. And I was like, man, I learned I learned looking out in the crowd mm. tonight that I'll never be feel alone again. You know what I mean? Oh, you'll never walk alone. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. No, but listen, yeah. that was from the heart. Yo, you know? Yeah, I know like, this was, project man. was very personal to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Like you've been with me through like my ups and downs this year, like personally, and like everything's still a, a process. But like you know, I feel like I'm in a very good place now. Yeah. Versus like when we talk like at the start of the year and stuff. Yeah, I, I think people. I mean, I'm not. I'm kind of joking about it, but the book really did take a lot out of you, man. Like you put a lot of work into this show. And then on top of that, you this was like a second full-time job. Yeah. Um, I had to learn to yeah. detach personal like worth and value mm. to the work that I do. Mm-hmm. And what I did was I overcompensated too much and attached too much to this project to like my worth. No, that's therapy in action. No, it was it was Holy, like it was, it was right. therapy in mm-hmm. full action that's, because this guy talking attachment. Like I finished the book and I got super nervous how it was going to be received. Mm-hmm. I got super nervous how people that I interviewed was going to handle like their story being told by me. Mm. And I had to let go of that cuz like I was just like, oh, it's either going to be the best thing or the worst thing. I had to realize that it's somewhere in the middle. Mm-hmm. I had to live in that middle, you know what mm. I'm saying? And wow. that's where I'm living right now. Yeah. How so. does that relate to your experience with your parents growing up? <laughs> Once Sorry. again, man, we stagger that offense. <laughs> I'm running uh, horns on Saturday. Yo, you legit I'm running. running spread, pick and roll with my nephews on Sunday. Yo, that's tough, man. No, yeah. you people don't know. Alex commits his whole weekend to just seeing his family, man. Yeah, that's it's, actually really admirable. It's all good, but it's like, you know, I, I know my dad was super proud. You know, my parents are super proud. Yeah, what do your parents say to you? Yeah, I mean, my dad has said absolutely nothing. So, like, okay. that definitely means he's proud. Mm, like, let's Mark, unpack that. Too. Mark Savelle drove him there, and, and he told me that once my dad walked into the gym, I think he was really surprised at the turnout mm. because I had found out Wongsbaum through sources early in the week that my dad has sent out a group email to all his golf students okay. to come to the event. Because I think my dad was super worried that only like 25 people was like pulling mm, up to this. Right. And like, I go home and I tell them, I'm like, oh, our show's doing really well. Like, we've done live events. Like, we yeah, have a yeah. huge community. But I, I think he just, like, doesn't believe me. Mm. So it was really good for them to really just see it for the first time. So, like, my dad pulled in and started taking, like, photos on his, like, phone, like, nonstop. Oh, yeah. That's how like, you know a Chinese person is in love with the situation. Yes. Yeah. they will document everything <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. poorly. But Meanwhile, yeah. I'm trying to tell them. I'm like, there's nine professional photographers here. That don't matter, man. Like, we're going to get you the high res. No, no, it doesn't like, matter. Like, don't send the blurry ones in the group chat. They're going to send the 720p photos no, to the, the WeChat group and be like, yeah. that's my son. No, and then my mom couldn't yeah. believe, like... No, they'll, you know what's crazy? They'll tell the group chat that they're proud of you, but they won't say it to your face. No, my dad hasn't said a single yeah, yeah. word to me. Like, but I, you know he's proud. No, he, he definitely took, is. If he took photos, he's proud. I went home last week, and, like, he just, like, you know, moved on. He's like, you need, <laughs> he's like, you need to change your... Uh, you need to get winter tires on your Civic, my brother. Yeah, so... Meanwhile, my mom's, like, more, like, outgoing about yeah, this sure, stuff. Yeah, sure, sure. So she was talking about meeting you. She was talking about... She was like, wow, everybody came up to me, seemed to know me because mm-hmm. like, I put them on social and stuff. And then she got a chance to talk to Kai, a.k.a. Sexy Beast, um, to get to know him a little bit and like his collection and stuff, um, which was super cool. So, yeah, my mom's been like super proud of it. And then my nephews were super happy, too, because yeah, yeah, yeah. they were super famous, too. People were coming up to them. And then when when the younger one went to sleep that night, Owen, oh, he told um, he told my sister 
um, his first mommy, he was like, he was like, he was like, you know, mommy, like I had a great night tonight. Everybody knew who I was. So he might be a little bit of a clout chaser in the making. I feel. Like. Uh, I feel like that's all you, man. That's your influence. Yeah, that's, un- yeah. unfortunately, that's second mommy's doing. Yeah, so that's. <laughs> it's really weird when you say <laughs> it, man. No, it's weird when he says it, man. Please tell him what the word "mommy" means, man. Anyways, just shouts to everybody who came through, man. Yeah, you know, like it was um, dope. seriously, listener of the show, Maddie gave us uh, these like Taylor Swift bracelets. Yeah, I'm still you got a hello them. and welcome. I lost my Stephen LeBron one already. What? Yeah, so I requested her to make me five more. Oh my god! So those are on the way. I will. Wow. I will pay you, Maddie. Um, you yeah, should. it was just super cool seeing everybody. Yeah, and even like the the book reception and stuff. You know, like just like since then. Like, shouts to Jerome, a.k.a. Black Dragon Roll. Like, his dad read the book, a uh, long-time, like, Chinese Raptors fan, and he, like, recorded a video review mm-hmm. of him, and, like, he he told me he loved me. I was like, how come my first daddy didn't say this? <laughs> I was like, why did it have to come from fifth daddy? Nah, you didn't even know which daddy this was, <laughs> Yo, man. that's crazy. It's trick daddy. Yeah, so uh, anyways, that, mm-hmm. was, that was about it, man. So yeah. I really appreciate everybody's, like, interactions, like, with the book. Some great reviews on Indigo. If you've read the book, please go to Indigo and leave a review. It really helps. Yeah. And stop ordering from Amazon because they're out of stock. Yeah, that's wild, man. This guy sold all Amazon. I, I never even, that's, I've never heard that <laughs> yeah. one before. Never thought they had stock Again, issues. it might be a publisher thing, but yeah, let's, uh, just, uh, let's yeah. just move on. That's, uh, that's all I have to say about the... L- let me ask you three last questions before we go to okay. B-list topics. Yeah, three questions. Before uh, we go to break, we're going to take two breaks today. Yeah, so... Yeah, you dropped off a book for Drake? Yeah, so Wong's bomb, the boy. Yeah, Wong's bomb. I got a message from. Uh, I guess I won't say who, but it's just yeah, like yeah. a friend. Of, it's like a friend who was. Um, Is it a friend with an OVO in their name? Are uh, they like OVO? No, no, no. Like so, name? so this was someone who, like, I guess, works with Drake on certain things. Oh, okay, okay. And then my book had come up in conversation, mm. and I believe Drake or his people's like expressed interest. Okay. In getting a copy. So I did sign one for Drake and for Adonis. Would you sign in the book? Oh, man. I actually think I took a photo of it. But I think what I said was basically like as the global ambassador of the Raptors and a diehard Raptor fan, I wanted to make sure that you got a copy of this book mm. to check out. All right. So and then for Adonis, I wrote, uh, please get me full access to the practice facility. I don't think he, you'll get that. Because he but. had just put out <laughs> His freestyle. Adonis on that second mommy wave right now. <laughs> yeah, Adonis is on the second he's mommy He's second mommy wave. aged, yeah. So, like, Drake sometimes on, on IG will post a stack of books mm-hmm. yeah, that he's yeah, yeah. reading. Right. So, it's been, like, about two to three weeks now. I'm still, I'm still you know, praying every day yeah. um, to the to the lords that, that, that this will happen for me. Because, like, a couple days after I dropped off the book, he did post a book, but it was uh, Rich Paul's Lucky mm, Me. Lucky Me. Yeah. Which, yeah. by the way, I do want to check out. Yeah. Yeah, no, it sounded great, man. Great interview with... Uh, <laughs> with the Windy? With Windy. No, yeah. seriously, man. When they're talking back in the day, yeah. Windy Windy's school, like the fifth NBA daddy. <laughs> yo, he was legit there for LeBron's birth, man. It was wild. Like, he was, yeah. he was there. Like, birth of him as a player. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah like, I was, his actual I was wondering birth. if he was at the Akron Hospital, man. Yeah. Um, that okay. was actually the only question. Oh, I really okay, that's it. Yeah. yeah, I just had a cloud chasing question. It's all good. No, I appreciate that. But no, it was a great event, man. It was a great event, and yeah, um, yeah I mean, I'm sure you have more promotional tours. Isn't it, there's like a, a June Plum event? On oh the 16th? yeah. So so next Thursday we're gonna be releasing a event exclusive prehistoric hat designed by Drake Serial, and there's gonna be two different versions of the hat. There's a dad hat with a really cool design. And then there's a uh, snapback as well. 
If you just go to my IG, Steven LeBron, the link is in the bio. It's a free event. You just have to RSVP, come through. Going to have patties there. They're working on a drink sponsor right now. And it's your chance again. If you want your book signed, come through. Get your book signed. There will be copies on hand for you to purchase as well. And really just to hang out. I feel like a lot of these events that like I organize and we organize, it's a really good like networking event. Mm. Like this is what I tell people. Like, you mentioned earlier, it's like Sportsnet, you know, the other networks in the building. Like there's yeah. a lot of cool people like writers, podcasters, photographers, influencers. Like you can meet a lot of people at these events is what I tell people. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So are you coming to that or what, man? Uh, I, I just assume I am. <laughs> yeah, so. you have to. And then we're doing karaoke after. Oh, I'm 100%. So if you guys that. if you guys come through as a civilian, like you might end up in the same karaoke room. <laughs> but, pro- but, but probably not. Yeah, no. <laughs> you don't think so? <laughs> uh, it depends, man. Okay. De- depends. You we'll want, do a little civilian draw. You want to hear numb encore for me again? Yeah, I'm retiring Forgot About Dre, by the way. Okay, yeah. yeah I yeah. feel like that's run its course. So right, I have so to yeah. find another song. Yeah. Which I'm not sure what it is yet, though. You know, so. I got to say, um, you're you're not a bad rapper in these kind of situations. You know, you really get into it, which I think is the commitment is like the biggest thing. Like, it doesn't really matter if you're a good or bad karaoke singer or rapper or whatever. If yeah. you don't commit to the bit fully, then I'm going to boo you off the stage. And you commit fully to these uh, I, I to think these I think the key to karaoke is just being passionate, right? Like yeah. Whether yeah. you're singing like Coldplay. Yeah. Whether I don't know what other what other songs do you like to sing? You have so, some Rihanna I, in your I, arsenal, I, I, no? Yeah, you know, <laughs> no clouds in my stone. <laughs> yeah, still, man. No, but you've got like uh, you've got a little mixed bag in there. Yeah, so I've been I've been yeah. I've been listening to a lot of Fergie recently. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. like so, her solo work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, oh, okay. uh, "Big Girls Don't Cry" is like a really, really good karaoke song. Oh, I feel yeah, like let me add that to my Spotify. I right keep now. That's um, a good song. but like, there's a lot of good Fergie songs in there. Um, I like. Uh, you know, I keep forgetting to do uh, the reason by Hoobastank. I don't know how that one goes. I found out a reason for oh, me. Okay. Yeah, that song. Okay. Yo, that okay. song is that song's bangs, man. I love that song. Um, you oh. know, I mean, I've, I've done Nam Encore too many times. It's a little bit too much. My, yeah. my, if I if I got really really drunk and we had like an unlimited selection, which most times if you go to these karaoke places, like especially on those Korean machines, like they don't necessarily have every pick yeah. of every option. But I do know every word of Wait the Whisper song. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah, by the Yin Yang Twins. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, if I if I can really, really get uh, like four or five soju bottles deep, if I get into Annie Lou zone, um, yeah. I, I will I will go Wait the Whisper song. By the way, that, that time we went to karaoke for Oren's birthday, yeah. they only, they didn't have flavored soju at the place. Yeah, that's wild. And that's, that's actually wild, I man. came to realize that I don't really like drinking plain soju. It's It tastes like gasoline. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like it's I, I not agree. something you can go 5 bottles deep on. Okay, so here's the thing. I, I never really have soju just on its own, right? Like I have like food, like yeah. I have Korean barbecue and I yeah. order some soju. You got, and Andy, if it's plain Lou, soju, you got Andy Lou across from you in the yeah, bay. That's exactly the last time I did this was in the bay with Andy. <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't ask you this off topic, but like yeah. how deep did you guys get in terms of the drinking? No, it wasn't last like time that. you visited. It wasn't like that. First, Andy was like, first off, man, what do you think this is? Like a stereotype? And I'm like, no. Yeah. And he's like, well, I do drink a lot, but I was like, oh, okay. And he's like, but I'm not going to do it right now. I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm going home to my aunt like afterwards. Like I'm not trying to right, like, right, get right. super drunk and like you know crash the house or whatever um so we had like maybe one or two bottles we had two bottles of soju at the restaurant so okay. we had one each and then we went to a bar afterwards to have like two more drinks oh so it was like it was like pretty tame for like andy Lou standards no andy wasn't even buzzed man 
And okay. he was like, I'm going to drive home after <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Uh, sorry, I should have revealed that. Sorry, he took the bus home. God damn. Um, he took the train home, the, the BART. It was, uh, it was the BART. It was the Caltrain, uh, one of those. Uh, but yeah, karaoke is, uh, I don't know, man. We got to find, I don't know. You got to bust us on Michelle Branch, man. I want to hear some heartbreak. Yeah, you know I, I can mean? definitely like, give you some Branch. Um, we can definitely do that. Yeah, right. I have to refresh my karaoke list a little bit. Because okay. I feel like we've gone to karaoke enough where it's like, you have to mix it up. Like, people don't, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, like, I'm not going to get excited again if we're doing, like, the same songs again. Right, right. So, no more Miss Independent, even though that one's ah, a that really one's so good, good one, though. Man. I think Miss that's Independent. A, no, so I think good. that's a keeper, though. You read? Okay, all right. Yeah. Miss like, Independent, but like we're retiring now like Encore. Walk like a boss. Walk like a boss. <laughs> oh, man. That, that still hits, Yeah, man. no, that song really does that hit, That still hits, man. Faisal dropped by last time, and we did yeah. the duet on that, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, a lot of Kanye still really does hit. Yo, I, we got to do Devil in a New Dress, man. Oh, my God. When I do my Ross? Mm. Oh, my God. Yeah, let me hear your that's Ross Ri- voice. Ugh, yo, that's Rick Ross's best verse, uh-huh. man. Success oh. is just my character. Yo, success <laughs> is just my character. I will get that tattooed across my belly. Yo, <laughs> like, Why? I, like that is one what of is, the why it's so that, aggressive. That is one man. of the hardest bars yeah. ever, man. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, karaoke is gonna be fun. Just to let you know, the Raptors are playing a home game next Wednesday, okay, and Friday. All right. So it's gonna be another busy week for you. And then my event is on the Thursday. Yeah, it's fine, man. And we're doing karaoke. Yeah, it's fine. So just Wait, so you, make. You don't I think mean, I can come to the show on Friday and deliver two hours of succession talk? I mean, I can do that. You know what? You you always show up no matter what. Like you're Bro, here. I'm I'm yeah. you know like like that meme like that Mbappe meme. I'm gonna be there no yeah, matter what. You're, you're here two no to matter 4 what. 4 p.m. Sportsnet baby. Man, all right. Timestamp. We're yep. gonna take we're gonna take a quick break. All right. When we come back, we're gonna run through a couple quick assorted topics and then get straight to your listener questions and emails. All right. Stay tuned. Welcome back to the Raptor Show. It's the Banter Pod for I suppose this is for October. So I'm sorry. This no, is this a, is the November November Banter Pod. Yeah, we can't. That's we kind of skipped be. October. I'm not gonna lie to you. We had to start a show up again. Okay, it was. It did take up all our time. We are pretty busy during the season. We are extraordinarily busy. Um, this is uh, again our. This is Pod two or three for me. I'm at, at the end of the day. I will have made. Uh, probably six hours of podcast. Yeah. Once again, this is what people are here for, man. Yeah. Your work schedule. Who has six hours in a day to spend with me um, is uh, pretty sick. But um, in any case. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) In any case, we're going to get to your listener questions. So appreciate everyone for sending those in. I believe Alex called for those on his Instagram account. Yeah, we're saving the Raptors. I mean, I specifically told everyone non-Raptors questions because we're doing... A Raptors mailbag later this week. Yes. On the show. Yes. So we have to uh, ration that. And of course, uh, you know, in BanterPod style, like we, we are taking these kind of a little bit more wacky questions. So I have sorted them into six different categories. So similar to uh, Jeopardy and other games that, um, you know, we like to play, I'll give you these six categories. You pick them. And then we will dive into them. All right. Okay. This guy really produced a banter pod. Good for you, man. So number one, this is uh, the assorted. We have assorted as number one. Number two, we have basketball adjacent Mm. questions. Uh, Number three is fashion. Number four is food and drinks. Okay. Number five is 
cat questions. Yeah, these are really the topics. And then we, we only have now. one career advice question. Okay, yeah, yeah. we're gonna save the five hundred dollar uh, dinner with Jay Z or Jay Lou segment um, yeah. to the very end. Yeah. So what what would you uh, like to start with? Uh, Will? let's start. I'm gonna take fashion for two hundred, Alex. Okay, so fashion. We have three questions here for yeah, you. You're really Alex Trebek. Okay, so. Uh, someone wanted to know who had the sickest fit at the UFT book launch. This is from Ben Williams, and I did prepare mm. some answers as okay. you were thinking. Okay, yeah, yeah, go ahead. So some candidates include me in a vintage UFT hockey jersey, right? You in your Jeff Hamilton. OVO jacket. Yep. Which yep. I believe have you counted? Does it feature all thirty logos? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm a fan of the whole entire National Basketball Association. Yeah, plus, you're really Rob plus Lowe. OVO, which is the thirty first team. Yeah, you're Rob Lowe. Mm. Um, obviously Kai Sexy Beast was in a Zon, Zon Tabak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his whole crew, shouts to the boys, rolled up in vintage uh, memorabilia. My nephews, another candidate, they they were dressed up in uh, suits. Yep. Um, shouts to the vintage guys at Retroheads. They came through with a lot of crazy vintage gear. My mm-hmm. friend Leon Chen, who I don't know if you remember, he gifted you a size eight new era hat. Yes, last year I remember. Yeah, yeah. I was actually just on his YouTube show. He has a cool YouTube show where he has connections to new era. Okay, and we get to just design new era hats. Oh wow, that's and nice. And he puts them into production. Wow. So I was able to make four hats. He pulled up. In a one-of-one, one, how hungry are you, new era hat. Ooh, so at the front, it what? has that little chef logo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then on the side, I believe there's a championship patch. Okay. And then on the, on the back, it said, how hungry are you? Damn. So I'm working with Leon to get, I guess I'll make it four so that I can give you one, Jordy one, Serge, and myself. Okay. So we'll each have All a right. how hungry are you? You know what? This is a brotherhood I want to be part of. Yep. Yeah, this For is sure. a brotherhood. And of course, we got to shout out Joseph Wong. Yep. With his red Raptors blazer. Yes. Which was a signature piece of the night. So those were a few of my candidates. Mm. I don't know if anyone else uh, came to mind. Like, did Orange show up in a decent, like, Navy sweater um, that really popped? Like, were were Big V's calves uh, popping out that night? No, he had them tucked away, unfortunately. Okay, okay. he yeah. tucked away those calves. Yeah, he had them tucked. Yeah. Um. You know, Lee Bang came through with his usual, like, golden <laughs> jumpsuit, you know. <laughs> yeah, like yeah he, golden hash brown. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. He came through dressed yeah. like a poutine. Yeah, Lee Bang looked form. like a hash brown. Um, that was good. I'm probably going to have to give it to your little nephews because oh, they, yeah, they dressed up in the little, like, suits and costumes. Yeah. And, and going with the wedding analogy, and then the wedding would have been you to yourself in this, in this wedding, but, yeah. like, they would have been the little rice boys tossing rice oh on the floor. Oh, God. Why does it have to be rice? No, nah, they're the rice boys, man. They, they, you know what? They might just be the rice boys to me, but... Okay. No, they look, so, they, look, they look sharp, man. I don't remember when I was that young if I had a suit, so... Yeah, I believe yeah. that was their outfit for their school photos this year. Okay. And I did tell my sister that this was going to be a casual event. But, this might be their casual, you but know? But my like, sister wanted them to dress up, and I said, make sure they're not uncomfortable. Because I don't want them to be uncomfortable as they're sitting in on three hours of panels where they have no idea what's they're going They're seven on. Year and eight-year-olds with ties yeah, on. I believe like. they're 11 and nine. Oh, okay. Um, sorry. Yeah. But anyways, <laughs> so third daddy, uh, third mommy nominates um, yes. uh, his uh, nephews. That's right. As, as the winner of this. Okay. Yeah. Next question yeah. is from Tristan, a.k.a. Half Good. Mm-hmm. 
who uh, shouts to him as well. He made a commemorative poster for the event, yep. which was handed out for the first 100 people. He wants to know, and this is a good question for you, how do you feel about wearing two different team merch at once? So the example he gave was he likes to rock a Raptors t-shirt with a San Antonio Spurs hat. Have you ever run into that scenario? As someone who likes the Adidas-Nike Puma uh, combination, mm-hmm. yeah. have you ever mixed NBA teams? Do you even wear non-Raptors um, merch, yeah, I yeah, guess, yeah, to start? Yeah, 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 yeah. I've got, okay. um, I got a Chicago starters jacket, which oh. uh, CCYA gave us once back in the day for oh, Mitchell and Ness. That's right. It's really nice, actually. I do wear that sometimes. Um, yeah. I, when I go to the hoop run, I like to wear my Wally Zerbiak. That's I got right. my Yao Ming. You know, that's in the rotation, just like yeah. even walking around in the summertime when it's hot. Oh, yeah. I've, I've, I've seen photos of people. So, I mean, Hopefully there are... you wash your feet on those hot days. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. I got my toes out on those <laughs> Yo, days, man. That's crazy. You put me on Crocs, man. I, I, I got my Crocs out. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, by but, the way, when I was in California, everybody in Crocs, man. It was nuts. Oh, really? What yeah, it was like the number oh, one California, for like Yeah, California, Crocs, all birds, you know, all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, all birds. That's the tech bro shoe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in uh, yeah. SF, so you know how yeah. that goes. But, but, but are you, how do you feel? Are you, do you I think it's a, I think it's a no because, like, huh. it's, it, in what way does it fit? You know what I mean? Like, is that a fit? Like, do they, because it's like not color coordinated yeah they obviously have their own color scheming so not only are they not like logo coordinated but they're not color coordinated so it's difficult i mean at least when i do like my you know nike adidas combination plates um they're in the same color or at least they kind of fit together in a okay. way so it works for you it's it's i think it's just a no in this case i just think that like you probably have enough raptor gear to just go with a raptor's costume Okay. Um, or outfit, and not costume. <laughs> yeah, these are. But I guess we're all. We, I guess we're all cosplaying NBA players when we dress like this. Yeah, so. I'm kind of with you here too. I mean, Tristan, like, do what makes you happy. Yeah. But I do feel like you could do like crossover of teams in different leagues. Like, could I catch you in a what? Liverpool kit with like a Raptors hat? Like, well, here's the thing. I also never wear hats. So, like, oh, unless yeah, I'm wearing, right. like, a jersey and shorts, right? Uh, it's not even going to happen. And I don't have okay. any NBA shorts. So yeah, I'm, I'm, reala- I'm realizing now we're not fashion experts. That's um, fine. But, but I appreciate that. Last fashion question from Mark in Vancouver. All right. Shouts to Mark. Shouts to all the boys in the West Coast. Okay. Um, I, I think we do have a pretty strong listenership in Vancouver as well. All right. Um, so we got to show love. He wants to know, is OVO clothing still cool or will it start showing up at Winners, my uh, former employment? That's spot? a great question because I do shop. <laughs> Did at- Mark ask this because we've started wearing OVO um, and it's no longer cool? Well, here's the thing. I, I shop at Winners like a maybe like twice a year kind of thing. So oh, okay. I have I can report with like actual knowledge of yeah. the situation. Lou bomb. That uh, they have not hit winners yet. Yeah. Um, he said it's either home sense or nonsense. Yeah, yeah, no, no. It's not it's not at home sense, it's not at Marshall's, it's not none of these locations. I mean, I think OVO is reaching that point where it's like, all right, like everyone in Toronto probably has it by now. Like it's like yeah. the adult version of RJ McCarthy's. Like everybody just has an OVO costume yeah. at some point. But yeah, certain demographics love to rock the OVO like full sweatsuit look. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's still nice. I mean, like it's I I, I like it when it's a little smaller the logo rather than when it's like the, just huge and in your oh, face. Oh, going less logos. This is very on trend with what's happening in the world. Right mm, that's right. We're yeah. moving away from logos. Right, right. We're going yeah. logoless. We're going positionless and the NBA yeah. it's the same yeah. thing right so yeah I mean it is getting to the point though where everyone has one so it's no longer like ooh you got that but like okay I so don't know. so OVO for you is out 
I mean, I don't want to. I want to offend the OVO plugs. I mean, I think yeah. there's still lots of really, really nice OVO pieces. Um, but this is more your expertise because you know I've seen you rock OVO quite frequently. So yeah, I love the OVO collabs with U of T. Yep, I love yep. the OVO Raptor stuff. I also have a lot of like Drake Knight shirts. Like I pretty oh, much have yeah. every edition of it at this those point. Those are those are pretty nice too, man. It's yeah, kind yeah. of like a vintage piece. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so we're in the middle with OVO. So that. That wraps I mean, up our, our fashion questions. Unless you want to add more to this OVO talk. No, no, no. It. I mean, look, listen. Like, I'm not trying to say that it's not cool anymore. Right? I mean, because I, I don't know what is cool or not cool. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to add that disclaimer very clearly. Like, no, no one has Spend ever said. six hours with this guy. No one has ever <laughs> said that uh, I, I dressed uh, cool. Oh, by the way, the funniest part of the book launch is we went out to eat after with a small group of people. Yep. We went to House of Gourmet. Mm. Um, always great. And, you know, you, I think you reach a limit of just not wanting to see me anymore. No, I was like, <laughs> yo, bro, it was too much, man. It was too yeah. much. It was too much. No, I, you like vocalized your like, you know, here's concern about this. I got to the office. Uh, you probably texted me the, in the morning, like probably 10 o'clock. Yeah. And then I got to the office at 12. Yeah. You were at the office. Then we prepping for the show. Then we on air two to four. Then after the show. Yeah, we watched some we, poker, you know, we, Scotty Gwen. We did watch Scotty Gwen. Yeah. Um, and we hopped we, in the Uber together. Hopped in Uber. This guy, even though it was a 10 minute walk or even like a 10 minute yeah, subway Yeah, it ended up ride. being like a 40 minute Uber because we're stuck on board. Bro, this, yeah, I told you there was tons of construction. Wait, no, but the, the, seats previous are, banter the seats are so comfortable, man. Yeah, it was comfortable in that yeah. Civic for sure. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got to the event. There's some separation, and then we back yeah. out again, and I'm like, dog, this is 12 straight hours, man. This is... Yeah, you had enough. This is tough. I was like, I'm going home. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm just going home. No, but. you did tap out, even though we all left five minutes later. Mm. Um, okay, that, that covers the fashion. So now all you right. get to choose from assorted, basketball adjacent, right. food and drinks, cat, and we're saving career advice at the end. All right, let's go to basketball adjacent. Okay, yeah. basketball adjacent. So yeah. the first question is, people want to know... How did you guys get Dennis Schroeder on the show weekly? What's the real story? The real story is, you know, um, uh, his representatives wanted to reach out and sort of make a weekly media appearance. No, you should take them back to Summer League. I don't know if that's like for sure the connect. Okay, but my theory is you interviewed him at Summer League. Yeah. And I believe you guys had an off-air conversation. You were explaining a little bit to him how you create your content. Yeah. And we know Dennis is a content creator, too, with YouTube. Yeah. So yeah. I think there was a mutual respect there. So, yeah, okay. You know what? I If I – so in that moment, and I think I said it on that show because I was, I was in Vegas, and it was like 11 p.m., and I was editing this episode, and I did like a whispery like intro and outro for uh, Oh, yeah, I remember the interview. That. that was weird. And I, I talked about how cool it was that, like, you know, Dennis was like, you know, said, like, yo, I, you know, I like to interview a lot, and, like, you know, you know I was, was curious about my career. Because the thing is, like – I'm always asking NBA players questions about them. Like, they never yeah. ask a question back, you know? And I, I'm not expecting them to either. That's not the, what the job is. Um, but I think what was nice was when I was so... Uh, when Dennis was announced in in uh, in Vegas... First off, he was supposed to be announced in Toronto. Um, but I think he lost his passport or whatever. Yeah, so he and he did a whole YouTube video. Couldn't come to that. Canada at that point. So he was able to still go to the States, at least. So he wanted to get unveiled in Vegas... But there were a few reporters in Vegas at that time from Toronto because everyone had already left. It was after week one. Mm. So the only, like, actual reporters on hand for that, I believe, was me. Uh, I think even Doug Smith wasn't even around for that one anymore. Oh, and wow. then like, Slacker. And then, like, Akil Augustine was there for, for NBA TV. Mm. Um so and then so then it was done through Zoom. That was his introductory press conference. And then so I was sitting in the background of that. They were in this like big conference hall. 
um, where they had Dennis on the Zoom to speak to the reporters locally, at least for the introduction. And then I was just sitting in the back and I was just kind of chatting, you know, with like Bobby Webster off to the side or whatever. And I see the Raptors PR person, Phil in this case, uh, pulled Dennis from that Zoom over to me at the table. And he's like, yo, this is like, you know, one of the, this is like the biggest Raptors podcast. And, you know, he wanted to sort of like, this is their next interview. Oh, Phil Summers was, uh, so Phil Summers gassed it up. Yeah. He got showing love. So then afterwards we did interview and then we're, we're walking through the hotel and whatever, like these casinos are so big. Like it's like really difficult to, to even find your way out. And we were just trying to get to the Raptor game later that day. That's how they get you, bro. And he was like, he was there with his guy, Joel, who does um, the, the videos for uh, his YouTube. Yeah, the only Joel we like. He, yeah. But actually, though. And yeah. then uh, he, Dennis was like, yo, you know, like, you, you asked me a couple questions just about like, oh, you know, how'd you do? You, start, you started your own show. And like, you know, it's like, how'd you get it big or whatever? So it was just nice, man. And um, I don't know if that's like specifically what the connection was. But at the same time, like, you, we've just been able to sort of secure this like weekly appearance. Um and yeah, I mean, it's nice, man. I mean, he's, I think he's really leaned into it. I mean, shouts to him the last episode. Yeah. Walk, walk me through the logistics of it. Cause again, we're on, I'm on live TV and you were supposed to be off that day to hoop with Adam Sandler and that didn't even happen. Uh, yeah. And so I'm live from two to four with Blake and Blake had to run for the second hour too. Then we had two other guests and Lee Ben and Orn. And then all this time Dennis was TBD. So walk me through your end. Like you, what, what is, what goes into producing when you're not on air? Yeah. So I brought. Uh, Chick-fil-A, um, you know, for the office to, to begin the day. And then it was time to get to work. And at 2 p.m., Dennis was scheduled to be on at 2.30. Mm-hmm. And this was going to be the original plan. But quickly, I was told, I'm on this text chain with his peoples, that Dennis is still in practice. So at 2.30, we decided to move it to 3. Right. Which at right. this point, Lee Ban and Orn had come in because the original plan was to have Lee Ban and Orn for 3 to 4 mm-hmm. after Dennis at 2.30. Right. So then we were leaving open either Dennis joining at 3 or Dennis joining at 3.30, at which point we would give the other slot to Lee Ban and Orn. Yeah. But then at 3, we were told that Dennis had turned his phone off and they had also miscommunicated the time zone because he was on central <laughs> time. So then at this point, I'm proposing that we just move Dennis to another day. Yeah. So then it's not a stress for anybody. So then you proceed to do your segment with Orrin and Lieban. Yeah. And at 3 to 3.30, with the potential of Dennis joining at 3.30. And if Dennis didn't join, then you would continue with Lieban and Orrin. I actually don't know what I would have talked to them for segment two about. Because, yeah. like... I would have probably jumped in and we would have just like had like a four person panel about Mm. something. All right. What about a banter? Um, Because I'm I'm Ross Stripling. Like I can come in, come in the bullpen, you know, mop up half an hour. (laughs) So then I gave them a hard deadline of 325. Yeah. Of being like, just let me know by 325 whether yeah. we're in or we're out because we have right. to adjust. And the whole time it wasn't contentious. Like I really, no, 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 of course. I really love working with them because like, I think they they appreciate our flexibility. Yeah. And I think I appreciate them too, just like being so like open and communicating the whole time. Um, so at three three twenty three, I think I got a text being like, "Yep, he's gonna be available." And I only realized till later, like this was probably as he was loading himself onto the team bus mm, where right, he eventually right. joined you. So then we ended up making the 330 happen and everybody was happy and uh, they were thrilled that like he did it from the team bus 
because they thought it was like something unique as well. So it was it was a nice so experience, I, yeah. man. So Jr. Manitad, who was supposed to fill in that day, you know, this is the day in the life, my brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's your intern, even though he's a full time employee. Honestly, like I'm like overselling it. It's not that hard. No, you're just, it, it, that you're just coordinating. I think for me, it was just like okay, I'm gonna shift topics around so that we make sure that you know. Um, you know, we can move things around and, yeah. you know, we had things to talk about and we had guests and whatever. But again, when you're live rock, it's like, again, if we were just doing a podcast, we would have just waited until he was back at the hotel yeah. and then recorded that. But you got a kick out of just the thrill of making live TV. No, the thrill of live TV was great, man. Getting Dennis like on the team bus. You said you saw, you know, Jakob Pertl behind him on the <laughs> bus. Uh, Raptors PR Josh Sue texted me afterwards. He was like, yo, you know, it was, it was what was that interview about? And I'm like, <laughs> he's like, I was right behind Dennis the whole time. I'm like, all right. That's jokes. Um, then Dennis was like sitting on a curb. Then he was sitting outside, like in the hotel room. Yeah. So I, I appreciate his, you know, his uh, willingness to do the show. But also, I mean, at the same time, like you got to give a huge uh, assist to Sportsnet here. Like there's a lot of people in behind the scenes who work to secure that interview and sort of like hammer out terms and all that kind of stuff. But I think more than anything else, like he's just been really willing to, to share and talk about himself, his teammates, um, his experiences. I, I want to, my goal with it. So we, we have 15 minutes each time. And so, um, at least half of it is going to be dedicated to like the day-to-day, you know, f- functions. So like last game, I was like, you know, talking about Wemby, how are you going to get a shot off against Wemby? Then he get that great story about Scotty calling his own number for the three. Uh, I want to ask him about Malachi as well. So that was cool, whatever. But I, I do want to turn that into something where I can steer some of those conversations mm. uh, into like some of his own personal life to get to know things like, cause you know, for example, I keep ta- t- talking about this on the show, but Oren wrote a really nice story over at Yahoo about the making of Dennis Schroeder. And um, and there is this, like, coach who's, I think, Romanian. Yeah. Uh, but he was, like, working in Germany at the time for, like, a second division Oh, yeah, team. what's his name? He has a cool name. Uh, Koivu Kalin. Livu, yeah. Livu yeah. Kalin. I've um, seen that on your rundown the last three years. Yeah, and I keep running out of time to ask him about it. But basically, like, the story behind it, um, at least what I saw from Oren's piece, was just, like, this scout was there, and he saw Dennis playing at a playground in, in somewhere in Germany at the age of nine. And he sort of like took him in and like put him through all these drills and all that kind of stuff. And apparently some of the drills are even making him cry and stuff like that too. So mm. like, I think it's just interesting. And I, I really want to know his background because it's a really unique thing. It's not like people really play basketball that much in bas- uh, in Germany, especially at that time. And it's just a really unique path and just wanted to get into his upbringing as well. I mean, honestly, it depends on how open we are with everything. And I know it's only 15 minute conversations, but I even want to talk a little bit about, you know, his family and sort of like, you know, his experiences growing up. You know, that's I don't know. I just love asking like NBA players about how they grew up. I feel like it's like a it's like the most it's the time where it's like they get into their careers and the spotlights on them and then they need to be somebody and they need to sort of like be this role and be this character and and either fill it or at least like pretend to fill it this per, like this super public persona and then before that was the only time that they were really alive is when they were like kids and growing up and especially for Dennis growing up in, in Germany it was a unique aspect of that but also just like who were you essentially before you became this person you know and I always want to get to know that aspect yeah you know as a as a noted storyteller you know I think I think I'm with you on that and like you were telling me about how Jakob Pertl was on the Yahoo podcast with with CJ Miles and Amit talking about like his back history 
like backstory mm. growing up and stuff. And I do think that's always the most interesting part yeah, about yeah. getting to know these guys. And it's always cool. Cause like, I'm sure Dennis's story has been told like every stop that he's made in his career, but to like a lot of us and to like Raptors fans, it's like brand new. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it is super cool. Like, especially these international guys, like you mentioned, their stories are so unique to themselves. Right. Like even finding out about this coach and like these, these like one of one stories, so, yeah, I mean, I, I get what you're saying. It's like with the 15 minutes and with like how engaging Dennis is, sometimes it's really hard because like you get through the questions about like the present day, what's happening in the season. Yeah. And you look up and you're like out of time. Yeah, I'm out of time. And I'm like, who got more ice? You were auto porter. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one, man. <laughs> Don't worry. I caught you saying he hit the freeze on and off the court. Man. Oh, yeah. I know. Was that a pre-written? No, no, that's off the dome. Was it off the dome? That's off the dome. Why would that not be off the dome? You think I write in the script? Because that- I would write that. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah. Wow. No, with no pen, just trying us inspiration. Yeah, why did he have to say inspiration like that? <laughs> He's like, shun, shun. Yeah. He said shun, shun. I was He's like, like shun, shun, hot dog. I'm like, what? Yeah. Dennis? Anyways, yeah, we're yeah. we're very lucky to have Dennis no, and, and it's on cool the show. Because I, um, I, after we did the first one, uh, I, I met him at the arena and I made sure like after his warm up, I think it was the Portland game. I forced you to yeah, talk to Yeah, you were him. like, yo, just like, you know, just go with Dap up Dennis. So I was like, yo, what's up, Dennis? And we just kind of like walked essentially between that tunnel from the court to yeah. the Once locker, again, you love room. describing the logistics. And no, he was just like, yo, man, like, you know, I've been really enjoying these. I'm happy with these. And I told him, I was like, is there something like you want to talk about too? Like if there's something that you specifically want to discuss, let your people know your people, let me know as well. But yeah, it's been going well. Um, Hopefully it just kind of continues that way. And I'm like, I'm not trying to not be critical on these things too. It's just like Dennis hasn't really played bad yet because sure. I think when he struggles, for example, like if he gets into like a Pascal level slump, I'm sure I'll ask him, like, you know, like, what, what are you going through? Like, what, what's like, what's not working? And we can get into sort of more critical topics. Like, it's not meant to just be PR, but at the same time, like, I think, uh, you know, he's just been he's he's really filled in nicely, you know? Yeah. No, big fan. Big fan of Dennis. Uh, next basketball adjacent question. You know, we were talking about stacking players to guard Wemby and someone wanted to know, how would you stack me, you and Blake okay. to guard Wemby? Okay, let me ask you, um, what's your wingspan? <laughs> I, I am not sure. It's uh, pretty low. Wait. It's a wingspan of a tiny bird. <laughs> Wait, no, hold on. You got a small, you got a minus wingspan. Are you I don't know. Bane? I don't think my wingspan is like, I mean, I've never been measured, but like, I don't think I have a crazy wingspan. Okay. Because I think I might have you like. You got to start with the bottom though. Like what's, what's the strategy at the bottom? I like, think, I mean, I have pretty strong legs, but you have strong legs yeah. and Blake has strong, strong legs. Strong legs, dirty feet. <laughs> yeah, I think my feet are the dirtiest, so I think I should be at the bottom just so it's not an overstop. Of the I think you at the bottom is a good start, you to be honest. I think I'm, I'll probably be at the bottom of the base. Um, should I be in the middle? No, I think you should be at the top. Really? You got good hands, man. We're going to need your hands. Okay, and then Blake is just in the middle as like a bulk. Here's the thing. Like with, a bulk middle. <laughs> no, it's, it's the extension because we need to reach Wemby's height. Okay. I think with um, the person in the middle is not going to be able to use their feet or their arms because right. their feet are just going to be used to like secure themselves to the base okay. and the, they got to use their arms to secure the top. Yeah. So okay. then okay. you, and I think you actually have really good defensive chops. Like you're a good rebounder. Yeah. I mean, technically you can't just rebound by yourself. Consider you're on top of two other people. Yeah. 
But no, think, you're a good rebounder. You got some good hands. Yeah. Defensive. Like you can guard. Yeah, you can guard. Uh, yeah, I think I think that's a good I think that's a good strategy. My question was too is like, can we also use our arms? Like, you know, in the base. Oh, so can like, we be like a centipede. Six arms type situation. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't I think, think that'll help, fine. but I mean we could literally try this for everybody that don't know. Uh the three of us are gonna be at a uh, charity sports athletes versus media game at TMU on November 25th and you can get tickets money goes to uh, the MLSC foundation uh, at sport versus media.com right so we can actually try this in person I'm not gonna do this in person man you you don't want a, f- a photo of us stacked on top of each other I would think be we, amazing we, we got enough ops I don't think we need to feed them <laughs> do we That's, have ops yeah we got ops we got pod ops is that is ops a term for like younger people or do you think it's uh, like a cross generation? Uh, sorry, I think, starting to go I a think it crazy. actually is a cross generation. I'm not going to lie. Okay. Yeah. I think ops like survive time. Do you it's, know not the, like, it's not like Steez. Do you know the term where people are like, yo, you're up? Like you're popping. People will be like, yo, you're so up right now. Mm. Are you familiar with that one? <laughs> no. Okay. Because I, I, mean, I, 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 I ran into some random Raptor show listeners over yeah. the summer and they're like, yo, you guys are so up. Okay. And I had to have that explained to me. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah Sorry. No, that, I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm that getting wasn't tired intuitive, right but when you explain it, I do understand. But yeah. No, I feel like I'm at ESL again. We should yeah. do another segment of just like slang, mm. like on the actual show, mm. like basketball slang. Okay. Yeah. Maybe because so. you, you did get Blake to explain to you like uh, nerd terms. Yeah. Like I'm not going to lie. I thought it was going to be harder. Maybe you got to explain to him like uh, hoop terms. Right, right. Like you gotta, you gotta give a hoop speak, like you know, hezzy okay. hezzy tween tween. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. I like that. That's you a get, great. Get Blake idea. to understand what hezzy hezzy tween tween. Once is. I again, think he doesn't know. By the way, so. yeah. Once again, you've produced a great segment. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, next basketball adjacent, uh, Carlo from U of T shouts to you. Carlo wants to know: as you guys cover the Raptors and the NBA closely, are you still playing fantasy sports? I used to play fantasy, but I just kind of got tired of it. I think mostly I didn't have people to play against, so it wasn't that fun. I, was just, I had no friends. No, I was just no. I had no hoop friends. That was actually one of the issues. Like I, most of my friends just weren't interested in sports. Period. So this was like sports was such like a like not lonely endeavor, but it was yeah. like a self focused endeavor. Bro, you'll never feel alone again, man. Okay, all right, man. Relax. <laughs> Do you play fantasy sports, man? Just no, I used question. to, but I'm out the game. Yeah. 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 It just it's a little time consuming. I think I sometimes like. yeah, I was like, you know, I was like, all right, I gotta I I gotta make sure I set an alarm so that I stream for Amir Johnson off the waiver wire so I can win rebounds. Yeah, that's a lot. Like I'm like, what am I doing? Like this is yeah. <laughs> what am that's, I doing? That's like, a lot. This uh, the upside was low. Yeah. Shouts to Carlo. This next one is is fun. I'm excited about this one. So someone wanted to know which NBA player have you met that you thought would say Will Who, but actually knew Will Lou. So here's the exercise we're going to do. I have the Raptors right. roster pulled up. All right. And we're going to go through. Why do you have the roster pulled and we're, up? And we're going to go. You can't just name it off the dome. We cover them every day, Definitely man. not. Um, Yo, no way, man. Come on. So I'm going to go through these players, and we're going to figure out how many players know me and how many players know you, right. or maybe both of us. So I don't know what order this is in, but we're starting with Precious Achua. 
So I had dinner with Precious yeah, last year. Yeah, so, so he knows Precious you. knows me. Do you think Precious knows you? Mm, probably not. I don't think I've actually had a one-on-one conversation with Precious. But before. but you have to consider this. Yeah. You have to also guess hypothetically: Is this person watching Raptor oh, show sometimes? Yeah, I don't strike Precious as. I don't, it doesn't. He doesn't strike me as that. Okay. I feel like he's like. So we're gonna go no for you. Yeah, he's probably not. Okay. No, we don't OG and Anobi, he knows both of us. He knows both of us. Yeah. yeah. So that's yeah. good. Scotty Barnes, this is actually a good one because we you have never actually interviewed him. One no, on we one. have, we have. We did. Well, we, did, we interviewed oh, him as a rookie. Yeah, rookie day. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but that's a long time ago, and he was only there for like five minutes. Yeah, um, I've been in scrums with him a couple of times. Yeah, I'm gonna say maybe. Okay, so let's maybe. give a half maybe. on that one. Okay, I don't think Scotty knows me. Uh, Chris yeah. Boucher is an easy one. Yeah, it's a yes for both. of that us. That is a yes for both of us. Grady Dick, I think, knows you. Yep. Because yep. you guys did the interview. I don't think we Grady did an interview. Knows me. Yeah. And then I followed up with him at Summer League. Nice. Because I just like came up to him because it was one of those games where um, I saw him in street clothes like an hour before the game. And I was like, yo, Grady, are you out? And he's like, nah, I'm, I'm not playing today. So nice. Yeah. He knew I was a reporter, at least. Yeah. Okay. I like All that. Right. Malachi Flynn. Malachi knows you. Yeah. You guys have done several interviews. We have done several interviews. You're right. Yeah. You know what? Malachi probably does know me. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Malachi is also a really nice interview, by the way. I really I like I think Malachi. I, he strikes me as such a nice guy, man. He is a nice guy, but we're here yeah. to talk about hoop skills. Um, okay. Yeah. Malachi, I think, knows me as well. I'm sure his dad sent him one of the clips of me, like, ripping him or something. Oh. For so, motivation? Or? Yeah. So I'm going to go with that. Javon Freeman Liberty. Uh, that's a hard no. That's a Blake. That's a, that's a hard that's no. That's a yes for Blake. Uh, so he definitely give, knows Blake for sure. Yeah, we're going to give Blake yeah. one. Maybe that could be one of his goals for the season is to, to get to know the, the media core. No, I'm kidding. Um, oh no, he does not know us. No, okay. there's no chance. Ron Harper Jr. I don't, he does not know me. There's no chance, Okay, man. so he doesn't know no us. No chance. No chance. Christian no chance. Coloco. He should know me. He should, he should know I, you. I mean that because we did an interview for like 25 minutes once, which is typically longer okay. than the 15 minutes we did before. Okay. And then one time, at the, at the end of that interview, I... Because, yeah, I heard he was a Barcelona fan. Mm. And so at the end of the interview, I pulled out a, a Liverpool kit from the year where Liverpool pulled off the 4-0 upset oh. at Anfield. Oh, You'll, yeah, you guys, this was on a Zoom. The corner taken yeah. quickly, and I got yeah. his reaction to that, and he was okay. sick. And then he was like, yo, I'm a Liverpool fan too. Damn. So, okay. yeah. Get well soon, Christian. Seriously, get well soon, Christian, man. No, I, I want to see Christian. He's, he's been around. He's been in a good mood. He's been around. I yeah. mean, I just, I, I don't really understand why he can't play. No, but I want to see Coloco back on the back on the court. Seriously. Well, are we could really use a backup center, man. Yeah, we're not talking hoop right now. Um, okay, sorry. Jalen McDaniels. You did interview him when I he arrived I did interview here. him, but I don't think he knows who I okay, am. Okay, so let's no. say no for that. No. Marquise Noel. Again, I sat down one-on-one with him, but... I'm going to say no on We'll say one. no, yeah. Jakob definitely knows you. <laughs> yeah, we, Jakob, yeah. Jakob Shouts, knows you a little bit too much. That's Jakob, man. Only Dennis has taken more appearances on the show than yeah. Jakob. Uh, Otto Porter Jr. You um, did interview him when he first signed and stole him. money from MLSE. No, relax, yeah. man. Otto's, Otto's, honestly, I, I wish we had multiple autos. Low-key, Otto's yeah. my favorite. I wish we had two autos so we could yeah. have him on the back-to-backs, you know? Like, we could just yeah, swap out one. That'd be like, sick. If there was a Marcus and a Marquis. Yeah, that'd Otto, be sick. Uh, uh, Portis, yeah. I guess. Um, uh, Otto Loki, my favorite Raptor right now. He's been excellent. But I respect I respect someone who works part time on a full time salary. Yeah, no, legit, man. Yeah. So um, Otto, you're saying no? Let's probably say probably no. not. Probably okay. not. No. I mean, we did we did an interview. It was nice. Again, he was also really nice to speak to. Also, another Barcelona fan on the team. Yeah. Also, big fan of cars. <laughs> big fan of cars is crazy. For a while, we were calling him Otto Porter, yeah, like A U T O. Cars, the movie. Yeah. Um, probably a fan of that too. 
Dennis Schroeder definitely knows you. Yeah, yeah. So that's eight he knows you for too. You. Ah, you think he knows me? Okay, yeah, he's I'll, like, I'll, oh, that's that's Asian Joel. Okay, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give myself one as well. This one is see this next one is tricky. So okay. Pascal Siakam. No, Pascal knows me, man. Come on. But there he's was been the, here for so long. He knows you too. There was the controversy last week when Pascal, after a win over Milwaukee, was trying to figure out which media member had asked him about the Pascal oh. Jakob, and he couldn't come up with your name. Okay, but how is he supposed to remember which media member? But he could have been like, oh, the one of the two Chinese guys. Like, <laughs> he, he could have said that. He's like, the guy with the gigantic head. Yeah, and top Chinese knot. guy, but big head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah. that's crazy. No tooth, big head. Yeah, he's like Chinese, big, ugly. <laughs> Yo, that's nuts, man. Um, I you, think so. You 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 seem pretty confident that Pascal I, knows both of us. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Man. Okay. He's been here a long time. Okay, we're He's gonna give we're gonna give you the P as well. Okay. So a couple more here, Garrett Temple. There's a there's a zero percent. Yeah, chance. Does that there's that has no not chance. happened yet, but we do want to make no that chance. connection. Let's actually get Garrett Temple on the show. You know. Yes, I requested him this week. Okay, um, but it was rejected. Um, okay. Gary Trent Jr. Why was it rejected? Because they're on the road. Oh um, right, right. I sorry. offered a Zoom, but. Gary Trent Jr., yes. Yeah, it's a yes, man. Yeah, Shouts to KFC Court, you know what I mean? Yeah, and Thad Young, aside from the interviews, we also had a chance to catch up with him at the Chris Boucher, yeah, that's right. Will Lou pod. Yeah, yeah. So that's, wow. So I ended up with a generous eight. I would okay. say probably closer to six. Okay. And you are at 11. Yeah. I mean, that sounds about right. I mean, that's really good. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm on the beat. Like, I'm on a beat writer, and yeah. I'm not traveling with the yeah. team, but beat I mean, like. With terrible feet. I'm around. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm a feet writer. That's yeah, crazy. Feet writer is crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, I think uh, I think 11 makes sense. No, like, I thought I thought this was a fun game to play yeah. to, to show you that, like, you're pretty tapped in. Yeah, I want to make sure to, like, uh, express that, like, it's not like we hang out. It's not like we text each other all the time. Yeah. There's definitely no, like, uh, they tell me what to say or anything okay, like that. Okay, we don't like, need to get into that. No, no, but I think some, sometimes people do confuse, like, oh people having a professional, like, yeah. uh, acquaintance versus, like, okay, you okay. know, some sort of grand conspiracy. But yeah. I do think that, like, yeah, I mean, being around the team for this long, I, w- I would hope to have yeah. established some connections. So Yeah, so 11. Yeah. Man. Pretty, but the, pretty, the two I'm probably, like, closest to right now are probably Dennis and Chris. Guys Dennis who like, and Chris. We yeah. like dap at the arena and stuff. Yeah, I mean, we lost Utah for that. I, I sent a half-hearted email <laughs> to Utah's agency earlier this week Yo. to try to reignite that that ramen flame. Uh-huh. But I'm not going to lie. I didn't really try too hard. No, no, it's tough. But I, I just want to do it so I could tell you I did. Yeah, I know. He's coming to town at the end of this month. I know. Like, we can still, whatever. Anyways. Like, I could post up there, man. Anyways. Uh, next one, basketball Jason. If the Raptors didn't win the championship in 2019, do you think you guys would still have a three-person, two-hour show? On Sportsnet, I really don't think so. Really, and I don't think that's necessarily what? I'm surprised ab- by your answer about us. Um, I think on a like a high end business level, um, <laughs> no, 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 okay, my, Stringer. Here, here's here's my we looking over the, we looking over the towers right now, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, we the Trump brothers. <laughs> um, I actually do think that for for people at that high level, like. They needed to see the Raptors succeed first at that high of a level before they invested more into That's it. That's so wild to me, though. And I yeah. know I know we're biased because we're in the space. Yeah, 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 I know, I know. But God damn, like the Raptors have been like a big thing for a huge fan base for so long now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, and it's just, this is no disrespect at all, um, because I think when we were when we were uh, approached to, to sort of bring the show over to Sportsnet and launch uh, the Raptors show, this is back in 2021. Um, 
you know, part of my like thinking about it was like for as a fan and, and I used a lot of like, cause that's all I really am. It's like, I'm, I'm a fan. I've like somewhat learned to be a journalist through just like sheer experience um, and being forced to <laughs> for God my damn. job. Um, and then whatever, even basketball, I'm like learning sort of like from just the outside experience. Um, but I kind of lead with my instincts of like, okay, what would a fan be interested in? And letting that sort of be my guiding principle for like what kind of content I'm making. Mm. And I thought about it and I was like, you know what? I like on a major network level, like where was like the dedicated daily Raptor shows that gives it the same coverage as like a blue Jays where like, you know, there's a, two three shows on throughout the day and then post game there's a show mm-hmm. you know for hockey is like two three shows throughout the day and then there's a show for post game show for the lease right and for for raptors wise like i actually don't think that there was that level of that investment by any of these companies before i think this show was actually launched and that I, i'm not trying to like disparage like any of the previous like creators or journalists and people who have made shows in the past i'm not saying that there was no raptor shows ever i'm saying that like dedicated daily in a slot in a studio post game pre-game all that other stuff like it, i think it just really there was a big gap in that market and i'm very I'm, I'm, we're very fortunate that we we're able to be in the right place at the right time to sort of like help fill that and help deliver that and you know we want to continue to sort of offer those opportunities elsewhere but at the same time it's like you know i i just i don't know maybe i'm maybe i'm wrong maybe i don't know my rap history my, my raptors history in this case mm. like but was there like a dedicated raptor show to this degree yeah i think there's always just been like bits and pieces i yeah. want to say right like i used to i was you know i would always try to listen to hoops for example on the fan and it was like every thursday night right 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 but like once a week for like an hour i think no I, I do feel like this might be the first time there's been such a huge push like you mentioned, of like a daily dedicated show. Yeah. And I don't think it's a coincidence, by the way, that so many Raptor shows, the leading ones, are the ones that were created independently, were created online as well. Right. Like I know that was my story for sure, but like, you know, when you look at the other top Raptors pods, it would be like, you know, Raps Republic, what Samson Folk does over there. The other people, Raps Republic, like Talking Raptors, um, you know, uh, you know, you look at what Ahmed's doing over there, Raptors over everything which, you know, I feel very, very happy about because of the fact that, you know, we brought Raptors over everything to Yahoo in the first place and we started it there and they're continuing to do it there. You know, you're seeing like, you know, S come up and do his pod. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's like those are the other shows. Like Sean Woodley, of course, when Lockdown Raptors, he's been doing it for a really yeah, long time as well. all these pods, if you're listening, man, they're get, all from get, independent. Get though. me on the pod to promote my book, all right? Okay. Book me. Um. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah, no, you do make a good point though. And there's been like, I think there's, I mean, yeah, there's way more Raptors content today than there was like five years ago. It's not even close. I, again, ago. when I first started, started doing the reaction podcast, yeah. the reason I think it became successful, um, putting aside like whatever involvement I personally had in it, yeah. was that there wasn't a post game show for Raptor fans. Yeah, there wasn't a post game show where you're just calling, um, yeah. you know, players cowards, um, you know, yeah, calling th- them names. That's yeah. different. But they were even willing to sit with that because of the fact that there was like, only one show. And now there's like five, six, seven. Yeah. You know, and like I'm really happy to see that 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 idea come about. And I don't think it's like I'm sort of any pioneer. Like I'm not trying to take credit for this. Yeah. My point is just like I don't know if that level of investment was made. And I think it really was a championship. Maybe people realize like, oh, there's real interest in this. Damn. All right, that was a good question then. Yeah. Um, next up, uh, gonna jump gonna jump a question here from Food Tourage. Our guy Johnson uh, wanted a small segment devoted to our guy in Memphis, and he's oh, referring. Yeah to former 
MLSE slash Raptor employee Tim Chung, who, um, you know, finally announced publicly that he had taken a role, I believe in the operations department with the Memphis Grizzlies. Obviously, from a personal standpoint, he had to relocate there for the very beginning of the season. And, you know, luckily the Tim Chung curse is over. Um, the Grizzlies started 0-6. They were finally able to, to get a win recently. Mm. So, yeah, honestly, a personal shouts to Tim. Uh, we obviously have gotten to know him very well over the past couple of years as we started working on this show. And, you know, aside from him being, like, so gracious, like helping us organize the live event with Bobby Webster, inviting us to what multiple... What a huge assist that was, Oh, man. huge assist. Uh, multiple basketball runs like tim's just a great dude man yeah i think um i think especially for my experience of being in the industry like um part of the reason like you know uh you and i got connected so early on was because you were on the lookout for like young Asian I, I needed a meal writers. ticket. I needed a meal ticket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I needed some prestos. And, and I <laughs> and I got a handout. Yeah. No, but like I got you, a fifteen-year handout. No, nah, I mean, like, listen. Uh, yeah, honestly, that's not even a joke. But like, jokes aside, technically, like, um, you know, you were on the lookout to try to support like young, up-and-coming, like, yeah. you know, writers of color, uh, especially ones that were newer in the industry that essentially needed some help, needed some guidance, make some connections. It's something you still do to this day all the time. I see you plug up people all the time. Um, and yeah, I mean, like you were in this before I did, or at least you made it before I did. And so like you, you know, I mean, I don't know, you were definitely one of the first like two, 300 followers, even back when I first started Twitter. But Damn, like, that's hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like, you know, those kind of instances are rare, though. When people kind of look out for you, it's not really like that. Like, I think that people, I, whether they just don't care to, whether they sort of, like, even think about, like, okay, who can we sort of ignore so that, you know, they don't take our spot eventually. Like, I think that happens, like, a fair amount. Um, maybe yeah, implicitly. There's a certain level of competitiveness. Yeah, maybe, you know? yeah, competitiveness, whatever you want to call it. But it's, like, implicit, explicit, whatever it is, right? Like, there is not, like, necessarily that culture of reaching out to, like, like help and that's why i said it on the show previously but like that's why i feel so happy about doing this with you and blake because you guys helped my career the most in in this whole journey like blake reached out and and helped me way way back um you did the same thing and so like you know that's what's cool to me and i think for tim like even putting aside the the job that he did and whatever man i'm he was very very important to um, some very, very important people at, at, at the Raptors is just he actually made sure to try to look out for people. And it wasn't because he looked out for us because we were Asian and that's it. It was, but he kind of understood that like there is a blind spot. And so he tried to at least actively, you know, assist in that way. And I don't know how tangibly he, like, it's not like he got us a job. He's not like he, he got us the Bobby thing, which was huge. Yeah. But, like, at the same time, it was just that even that willingness, I just respected it a lot, man. That's something that I try to do as well. Like, we're pretty intentional about who we bring on the show and stuff like that, too. Yeah. And I know there's a lot more work that we can do on that front. You always tell me, like, hey, you know, we didn't have any women on the show this week. And it's always something that we're really cognizant of, for example. But, like, Tim's one of the same kind of people that that, that looked out for him that way. And it came, came from a genuine place of care, man. It wasn't like we were doing any favors for him. It wasn't transactional. There's so many things that people do right now uh, that are transactional, whether that's for access, whether that's for info, all that. Like, we never did that with him, man. He was just real. That like, He just wanted to see, you know, yeah. how he could help, and he actually just genuinely liked us for, for what we did. So, yeah, I, I love him, man. Good I, I loved him so much. We had, like, two farewells for him. We, we saw him at practice. I'd never see you go down to practice. 
unless we have an exclusive interview. Yeah, I was and pretty bored those couple of days. <laughs> and I then was, you just went down to practice just to say I really enjoy just kicking Tim. it with like Eric Kareen and like Jay Lou once in a while. Um, and yeah, we, we got a chance to really have a lengthy conversation with Tim as like a farewell. And then, you know, you obviously didn't care that much about Tim because he had another farewell post game. Mm. Um, I believe this was in the preseason. Um, and, right. and you didn't attend. Um, and I was there. I was uh, there. Yeah. I was there to show love. And it, it, it was honestly awesome to see, like, there were so many MLSE people there, including Masai, mm. like, the love that Tim received. And yeah. it's like, I, I feel like this shouldn't, like, this shouldn't be the reason why you, like, work at a certain place. But it's like, when you leave a workplace and you're able to get that love mm. from people that feels like genuine, right? Like, I think that's a really special thing. And it was really cool to see Tim, like having played a part in like so many like people's like careers and yeah. lives and stuff. So, well, I mean, especially with like an industry that's so competitive, like everybody wants to get into the NBA. Everybody wants yeah. to even do things related to the NBA, like this media job that we're doing. Like, um, and so it does lead to a lot of situations where, like, things are transactional or things are done with, like, uh, hey, hopefully you can help me down the line kind of thing. Yeah. And I think that's when you know it's real when, like, Tim was just there genuinely to help people. Like, I, I never, ever got that sense from him ever. So Yeah, Tim, there's your there's your five minutes, all right? No, nah, man, wish you the best of luck in Memphis, bro. Your five minutes is up. Yeah. Um, Hope you find some pho in Memphis. What? Um, so... I do have one more Tim-related question for you. All right. Oh, okay. Is that, you know, so I did send five books to the practice facility, and it was originally for Tim to distribute to, like, Bobby, Masai, whoever they wanted. And those books actually arrived today, and Tim messaged me, and he's like, who do you want me to tell them to give the five books to? So I need your help here. So I'm giving one to Bobby. One to Masai, even though he said, yeah. um, you know, not nice things about my book. Yeah, um, on media day. Yeah. <laughs> we can't reveal that. Oh, okay. Yeah, never mind. Okay. No tension. Right. No tension. Sorry, 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 sorry. Um, but, like, which, who should I give the other three to? Do you have any suggestions? People in the org. I feel like at this point, Josh definitely needs to get a book. Josh, I believe I, I, believe I either already gave him one or he supported. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's, that's real. Shout so out to Josh. So maybe a Phil Summers. Yeah, honestly, Phil. Yeah. Um, maybe on behalf of the PR team then, because we can't just give every PR person the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one point. copy for the PR. One copy for the PR group. Yeah. <laughs> they can just split it Monday to Sunday. Low-key, I feel like... Um, so two more. Like a Garrett Temple or Thad Young. Like oh, feel, oh, you're thinking player. Okay, I, I was just like, thinking staff. No, because I feel like the old heads who really appreciate like yeah. the, the game and sort of like you okay, know, new, the okay, business of yeah, the league. Yeah, new question. If I could give... A copy of Prehistoric to one in, one player on this team. Yeah, I'd probably be Garrett Temple because he's Damn. he's already a player union, so he, he like, knows the... He's a really deep guy, man. There's some okay. really good podcast episodes out there yeah. with Garrett Temple and sort of him speaking about his experiences. I mean, like, he's... I mean, he would honestly be a great guest. I know that we kind of just... We don't see him on the court because he's a bad... No, no, no. Like, I'm legit trying to make Garrett Temple happen because yeah. I know he's, he's going to be a great interview. No, but, you know, he's interested in the business of basketball. I think Thad is also a businessman as well. Okay, you know, but if so. we give one book to a player, we're giving it to Temple. Probably, probably GT. Okay, yeah. so GT, and then we've got one more book to hand out at the practice facility one more book man yeah mm. come That's on tough, man help man. me out man you you know you know the org chart better than me yeah you like, know like darko <laughs> right, darko 
Honestly, Darko too busy to read a book. No, yeah. No, no, no offense to no, Darko. No, 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 no. I don't want to be rude to Darko. No. He, he too busy coaching Come on, man. Team. Come on, man. One more book so I can uh, I can text him this, man. Come on, You know man. what, man? Give one to Zoe. Yeah, Zoe. I mean, Zoe's not like in the practice facility like that. Yeah. Think about who's actually in the facility, man. Yeah. All right, you can't think nah, of one we're handing to Zoe. Who else is on your mind? Uh, absolutely nobody. That's oh, why okay. I, I told wow. Tim, I was like, one to Bobby, one to Masai, and then do whatever you want with the rest. Mm. So maybe two to Masai. No, give it to the security guard out front, man. Shouts that guy. Oh, yeah. He always gives me a hard time. <laughs> maybe because I'm always like, do I have to sign in? He's like, yes. Um, all right, last basketball adjacent from another Tim, Tim Lai. I don't know if you remember Wiki? him. We ran into... We ran into yeah, Tim yeah. I remember, I remember. at a preseason game, and he said, quote, nice to run into you and Will at Scotiabank. And his wife, Julie, this was her first Raptors game, and she actually used to be my boss at Ernst & Young. Mm-hmm. This yep. is how I know Tim. Yep. Uh, he said, glad at Julie's first Raptors game she could confirm your accounting competencies at EY. Having seen you guys on TV and in picks, you guys were taller than expected. This is mm. what my mom said, too. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Again, your, this is yeah. how Asians compliment each other, with a slight diss. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh, you should eat less. Yeah. Um, with your job in NBA circles, who is someone taller in person than you expected? Uh, Masai. Masai. Oh, really? Is, you thought tow- Masai was a short king? He, no, I didn't think it was a short king, but he's a towering presence. Is he? He's like 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, oh, you think it's the physical thing? You don't think it's like his personality? No, no, he got a, Masai got an aura. It's undeniable when you see him yeah. in person, but like... No, he's he's also like an opposing figure. He's like six five, man. All right, I didn't really Loki have. Bobby's a... also pretty tall too. He's like six three. He's like a little taller than me. Bobby's six three. Yeah, he's a little taller, man. All right, stop yeah. curving me, Bobby. Uh, um, who's shorter than expected in real life? Darko, I know that's for you. Oh yeah, I was shocked when I saw him <laughs> stand up on the bench. You're like, oh what? Yeah, no, yeah. but I respect Darko. Sure, um, yeah. You know, he got a big heart for a short king. Um, yeah, no one really. That's like I'm like, oh my god. No, I think Masai was like that. Okay. Um, seeing Shaq in in real life, walking mm. past him in the Raptors tunnel during the the finals, mm. uh, was crazy. He literally looks like three people side by side. Like, <laughs> no, he really does. He's, he's, he's trying to guard Wemby. It doesn't look real, man. He actually does look like three people stacked. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I like that. Yeah, we were able to confirm. Because my memories was like when I was at Ernst & Young, I wasn't a great employee. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought I just got like because they rank you out of five every year. And okay. I thought I just got three out of fives, but apparently I was like a four out of five. So yeah, she did say you were like a B, like a B B plus student. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I was the BBL MVP. Oh, okay. Um, no, Blake really said that on the show today. That was nuts. We said a lot of stuff on the show today. You're right. You also keep making John Moran jokes. Yeah, what's up, man? Um, yeah. Anyways, you 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 about to find out what's up. Um, <laughs> all right. Next next categories. Fourth remaining. quarter, Memphis <laughs> form. I got my tool Why in. Why the hell Tim Chung in? Uh, we got assorted, yeah. which is a trick-or-treat situation. Uh-huh. We have food and drinks, yeah. and we have cat questions. All right, let's go to cat questions, man. Okay, cat yeah. daddy time. Yeah, let's go, let's go. Uh, Steph Christie, um, longtime listener. Uh, Shouts to Steph and Cam. Uh, wanted to know, when am I going to get a cat to fit in with the crew, and what would I name it? So if I have it correct, you've got three cats. Mm, yeah. Blake has a cat? Blake uh, fosters cats. Okay. So, so Blake, I don't know if he has like a permanent cat. Okay. but he, He's he, Scott Foster. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure, I guess. So he's Scott Foster. So um, I actually, my sister used to own two cats, which was passed on 
to my parents. Okay. Are they still alive? My, because my brother-in-law claimed he was allergic, um, you know, allegedly. Mm. I still got to look into that. Contentious. And then uh, they passed away recently, which was really sad. Oh, that's tough. They passed away kind of a couple of weeks apart. Yeah, that, that happens to them. Yeah. yeah. And, and it was, yeah, I don't want to go into the details, but it was like, it was pretty crushing, I think for my parents as well, especially my dad. Yeah. Like my dad actually built a really strong bond mm. with them and he stuff. He probably told the cats he's proud of them, but not you. Yeah. <laughs> And then, and then, yeah, he was their second, second mommy. Uh, <laughs> oh, brother. And, and then oh. I went to my dad and I was like, after I passed away, I was like, hey, like, do you want me to help you? Like, but we can look for yeah. another cat. And he's like, hell no. Oh, what? He was like, that was a lot of work. What? Yeah. No, cats are not a lot of work. At I know. All, man. My dad, my, my dad used to go away for the winter and I would just go check up on the cats. Yeah. 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 And like, you know, whatever, clean up their litter, make sure they yeah. have food. And that's all they needed. It's mad chill. Yeah. Yeah. So I was surprised by that, but okay. I guess to answer the question, like, I don't like pets. Maybe he just doesn't want um, heartbreak again. Man. Yeah. I don't know. I, I used to, um, I used to have a dog too when I was married. Oh, what? Yeah, so... What kind of dog did you have? Uh, mini Schnauzer. Um, mini Schnauzer? Yeah. Um, okay. But, like, I just I just don't like pets. What's a Mini um, Schnauzer? They're, like, they're Yo, like by the way, I don't dirty. Understand, I don't understand yeah. how white people know, like, 18 different varieties of cats. Oh, like, yeah, no yeah, problem. Yeah. It's, like, like, it's like how it's I like memorize every Pokemon. It's like knowing Seinfeld episodes. Yeah, it's like a special... Like, yeah. oh, they know, like, 200 episodes of Seinfeld, 300 yeah. of, like, Simpsons. Yeah. Meanwhile, I know, like, 200 Pokemon characters. Yeah, see? We all so, have our own interests. Yeah, I guess so. If I had to if I had to get a cat, though... What I would name it, Schnauzer. I would name it Kawhi, um, just, okay. just after my guy. So wow, I think Kawhi would be a cool. This guy uh, had a mini Schnauzer of dogs. Yeah, are Schnauzers already kind of small in the first place? I don't know. It wasn't my choice. Um, okay, got you. Yeah, so that <laughs> you know what? Never mind. Got you. That was the first. Let's move on. Let's move on. That was the first cat question. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Second right. is from Wendy, the acupuncturist. Yep. Shout um, out to Wendy. Her. She was at the book launch. Yep. She's always been super supportive. Mm-hmm. Wants to know the backstory of how you ended up with three cats. Because she says she has two yeah. and loves them, but three seems like a lot. So I inherited two cats from moving in with my partner who had these two cats. Mm. Um, but I got to know them essentially like before the cats turned one or maybe when they were one. Mm. So they're like around 10 now. Um, yeah. And so, yeah. And then recently they got another cat. So that's that's the whole story. <laughs> what was the decision of getting the third cat? Um, so one of the cats, the one of the two original cats is like way more active than the other one still. So mm-hmm. like the other one is kind of like older, like seeming kind of chubbier as well, like low energy. So like a third cat just kind of made sense to like keep the other one more active, mm. but it's kind of nice now. So you okay. know the, the the new kitten has crazy kitten energy. It's made me realize how old the other two cats are. Yeah, you can it's like, like see the difference. Yeah, yeah, it's like when a rookie joins like a vet team. You know what I mean? Like he mm. just looks crazy. Like uh, all right, I, I guess I, what's the scenario here would be. Um, I guess it's I'm like when sure. Scotty came to join Pascal brain. and Fred. It was like, oh, oh wow, oh, yeah, this guy yeah. has way more energy. He's super enthusiastic about everything. Yeah, I like. But you that. know, it's like when Magic joined Kareem. Oh yeah, and okay. jumped on his back after Kareem hit a game winner. Yeah, what you do? Watch San one Diego episode Clippers. of Winning Time. Yeah. yeah, well, that's all they made. So, um, all right, that that ends the Cat Daddy segment. All right, six, six, six. So we have two segments left. We have the trick or treat. Okay. Or the food and drinks. Let's go food or drinks and then trick or treat. Okay. Yeah. And then dinner with Jay-Z. Yeah. Um, so food and drinks. By um, the way, my Chinese name and initials are J and Z. Yeah. yeah which yeah, is yeah, nuts. Yeah. 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 He is Jay-Z. Um, With an L, obviously, for Lou. Yeah. What is your go-to bubble tea order? 
Yeah, I mean, please refer to the previous seven episodes. You know what's your what's your go to bubble tea order these days? Um, just uh, just the basic, like the like a roasted milk tea. Yeah, with tapioca. Okay. Yeah, very simple. Right. In the summer, maybe I get some like mango. Oh really? Um, yeah. I don't yeah, think yeah. I've ever seen you drink a fruity little, one, man. Little mango. Got you. Yeah. What about you, my brother? Uh, I like a lychee green tea in the nice. summertime. You know, something fruity. Nice. Something super Asian. Definitely um, not at the bubble tea place by our work, though. No, 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 no. <laughs> that Honestly, one's tough. no. You know what? Pal- That's a tough listen. <laughs> Pao Gong tea? No, don't, man. No, no, no. I'm gonna call you out. No, Pao no. Pao Gong's cool, man. I just had one bad experience there. Yeah, yeah. Show us to you guys. Show us a monkey sushi. Uh, yeah, but no, but Cha Time. Uh, honestly, I, I do go to Cha Time like quite yeah. a bit. Um, if I'm going for yeah, we're going from from game time to Cha Time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's <laughs> oh, our brother. new ad. Actually, that's kind of hard. Yeah. Cha Time sponsor us. Yeah. And um, show us to the Cha. On, they have like the roasted rice one. The oh yeah, rice one. that one is sick. Yeah, Cha Time doesn't. Yeah. Uh, they don't miss, man. Even when I'm having bubble tea, I want rice. Yeah. Next up in the food and drink section. Um, someone wanted to, uh, said, help me explain macaroni and soup with either satay beef, beef or sliced ham to the non-believers. Yo, what? I don't know if this is a Hong Kong specific no, that's a dish. Hon- this sounds like Hong Kong. Cause this thing. is like, this is like breakfast comfort food. So you just have like the macaroni. Like macaroni, soup. like, like, hold on. Are we talking about macaroni noodles or I'm like, yeah, yeah. The cheese? macaroni like noodles. But it's like in a soup base, and then you just toss in a little bit of like sliced ham, like kind of a breakfast vibe, and then you just drink it as kind of like a soup. Yo, that's wild. You've never had that? No. Man. Okay, this might be a Hong Kong. This doesn't Kong even thing. sound Chinese. Okay, Futuraj, uh, message me. Yo. Let me know if this is a Hong Kong specialty. No, I understand. Okay, here's the thing. Uh, one yeah. one thing I realized about Cantonese cuisine is it's yeah. like a wetter. A lot, yeah. It's wetter than most other Asian cuisine. Yeah. So, like, the more north you go, the drier it gets until you yeah. reach the point where you're having noodles, which yeah. is purposely, it's like, like, your you know. feet. Yeah. Okay, yeah, <laughs> that's nasty. Uh, but, like... I don't know why the feet became the thing. Yeah, yeah, that's that's wild, man. Yeah. Uh, but, like, you guys got, like, some soggy cuisine. So, like, when we went to House of Gourmet, for example, after your book launch, yeah. we were all, like, trying to order whatever. And we all end up ordering what I, we eventually, like, yes. individually liked and... Kind of chaotic. I order like turnip cakes and like kung pao chicken. We really let every single person at the table each pick one yeah. dish. Yeah. Um, and then your pick was like this like wet rice sloppy Joe thing. Yeah, it's called a like a yin yang fried rice. Like in Chinese, it's called yin yun fan. Yeah. So okay. half of it is tomato base. Yeah. With um, I think like chicken or something like that. But it's like a it's like a tomato base like in like a sauce. almost like a sauce. Yeah, yeah it's a, and then it's the saucy. other side is a cream sauce yeah. with like shrimp. Yeah, yeah. No, so it was good. A, okay, it, I liked it. But it's something I ate growing up like all yeah, the that's time. Wild though, but you guys you guys love wet food, man. So you had never seen that before. No, when I eat Chinese food, it's dry. Like it's yeah, <laughs> not dry, uh, but like it's it, dry. You know, this like. dish actually has a wiki page. Okay, yeah, and it actually it says it often appears at wedding dinners as well. Why does this? Why does it like Pokemon and Pokemon <laughs> index entry? Like <laughs> yeah, it often appears in wild grass or something. Like what? Okay, um, often appears like it's got a mind of its own to disappear. <laughs> okay, so like that, that was a that was a Hong Kong specific dish. Yeah, but yeah. to the person who wrote in, I, I do really enjoy that. Um, okay. Next up, Thomas uh, Bowen. I'm not sure if he works here, but he mm. wanted to know what does the OMP Tim Hortons at work do better than a regular Tim Hortons? Here's the thing. I, may, maybe it's just because it's at the office, but I don't go to Tim's ever outside of the office. Oh, really? Okay. Like I'm, maybe I'm like on a regular. long road trip or whatever. And there's like, you know, when you go up to like Northern Ontario, every town only has a Tim's and a Canada Post and a right, church right, and right. that's it. Like 
so I'll go to Tim's there, but like, there's not really a choice. I mean, it's not my number one option, but I don't know. In the office, they they do hit different. I don't know. The soups have lots of chunks of chicken. Like, I usually get oh, like a you soup. Get soups with a bagel. from here? Yeah, I got a, I got a soup. Yeah. Okay, I just get bagels, donuts, or coffees. Why um, why, why is your donut never toasted? Why you always got like a soft yeah like bagels donut? donuts? Or no, sorry, they're, they're, yeah, the, the bagels bagel. are never toasted. Um, I don't know. Sometimes I just like things as they are. Um, just but like, isn't a bad mouthfeel for it to like not? No, I don't mind. Crunch. It's nice and soft and stuff. Okay. Um, I actually go to Tim's a lot. I pulled up my Tim Hortons app. Yeah. I have forty one hundred and forty nine Tim's points. Yo, right this now. guy, this guy, the Kareem Abdul Jabbar <laughs> of <laughs> Tim yo, Hortons. Yo, <laughs> yo, I'm putting out Will <laughs> Chamberlain numbers oh, here, man. Yo, man. Yo, I'm literally that Will Chamberlain graphic. You're the Stephen LeBron. Of, yo, of, of, yo, yo that's crazy. Yo, wow, this is forty one k. So how much is that in monetary value? I don't even know. No, not 41K, like 4,000. I have like 4,000. Oh, 4, okay, okay, sorry. I thought yeah. you said, yeah, 41K. I was like, yo, this guy got a 401K, but yeah. just in Tim Hortons. I'm looking at my transaction history. Literally every Monday to Friday, I have a Tim Hortons order. Yeah, yeah. No, you're literally on the show every single day having a Tim's coffee. The thing is, there's not... And you have a triple, triple, which is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> triple, triple, no assists. Yo, this guy got three and three, man. You no, pat my car. The thing is, like... I mean, I come into the office like pretty close to showtime. <laughs> as ideally as close to as possible. <laughs> but, but yeah, this guy sees me at 1.30 and he's like, why are you here so early yeah. when the show's at 2? But like, there's not a lot of stuff around here. Like, uh, I, I sometimes walk over to Rooster the- Mc- Coffee's pretty good across the street. Yeah, but I sometimes walk over to like McDonald's. I'll get Manchu Walk. Mm. But like for a quick grab, like to grab something to yeah. eat, like it's kind of hard. I got a Mary's Soul Food. Yeah, she uh, back from Seoul. Didn't she go to Seoul? She was in Seoul for a couple months. Okay, she back. Um, there's a couple of like cafeteria options in the office as well. There's yeah. a shawarma bowl that I usually get that kind of makes my breath really garlicky. Okay, yeah, it's um, good to know. But yeah. it's pretty tasty. Yeah, um, and yeah, but Rooster Coffee Crossing is pretty nice. I've been starting to just like bring a French press to the office. Oh yeah, so I'm like so you French have been, pressing yeah. live on you air have been at this doing point. That. You have been doing that, and uh, that's it's a big that's different. a big head coffee. It, yo, legit big head coffee. We actually need to forward. talk to um, need to talk to my new era connects. Okay, and get a big head coffee right. logo designed and you, make hats. You know. you know what I realized? I realized that we have once again fallen into the stereotype of uh, Chinese people taking a successful business and making a bootleg of it. Oh yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, I'm sorry to my people, man. I'm sorry. This that, is not that, intentional. That French press uh, press looks nice though. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I, like, I gotta make you another coffee, man. You you had one uh, the day one that uh, Big Head Coffee opened. Yeah, that was uh, that was good times. Last food and drinks because of the June Plum event, and I know we talk about the June Plum patties mm-hmm. a lot. Uh, someone wanted to know if you could collaborate with June Plum on a patty, what would be the crust, the filling, and the shape? Okay, this is great. It's yeah. a great question. So great for question people, to whoever people don't know, so these are patties, but like they're like stuffed patties. So um, yeah, there's not like the Kraft Moon with like little bits of ground beef in it yeah. that you would get on the subway or even lots of other places. Um, so these ones have like full chunks of meat. Like, so if you got the oxtail one, like there's actual full chunks of oxtail, no bone, of course, uh, in it. And it's like pretty stuffed and it's pretty hefty. Like it's like maybe even half a pound. I feel like these things, these things are pretty big Yeah, and they're different shapes. So typically they're like in like a cootie catcher kind of like, uh, what'd you just say? A cootie catcher, you <laughs> oh, know, okay. like the thing that you, 
you played as a kid. Okay, you yeah, folded sure. into a thing. Anyway. I played Pogs, man. Yeah. Okay, uh, no, this yeah. was in your era too, man. It's a piece of paper. Okay, uh, cootie catch. I would go with a diamond shape. Diamond and diamond. Yeah, I would go with a diamond shape. So That's you know, Kalani jewelry. Right yeah, shouts to Kalani jewelry as well. I gotta text him back. Yeah, uh, diamond shape. Diamond shape, like be- the rock. Because of the fact that you know, so you know, um, for when Chinese New Year comes around, yeah, we hang those like red like. Uh, banners up on the, yes. on the doors and it's usually like a diamond one oh. and then you put fortune in it and sometimes the word fortune is actually intentionally put upside down because yeah. upside down um, like the money comes it, it's, out it's, 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 it's essentially kind of a, it's a pun to mean like fortune has come okay yeah yeah um so in this case i would have it a diamond shape kind of like that are you gonna paint it red like the bulls in season tournament court um yeah. you know what probably yeah probably maybe, maybe a, a little, little red stamp, dot a little red stamp yeah, yeah. a little red dot little red see stamp. That show Club. love and then the feeling i probably have um you know i really love like braised eggplant okay from my, Damn, my favorite plant patty yeah 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 braised eggplant so it's like uh sweet soy glaze um, okay Kind of a lot this of This is like what oil. Carmelo called that fan. <laughs> you sweet soy glazed ass. <laughs> you, like, yo, you, di- you diamond shaped eggplant filled soy glazed upside ass. Upside down fortune ass. Oh, Lee. No, man, but. You know, like yeah, something with eggplant. Eggplant is eggplant is delicious. I, I do man. feel like the patty like formula is pretty versatile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you can actually best. I mean, obviously we've seen like what Craig and Ivy and the Patois team have done with it. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, that's a good one, man. Put yeah, that. What would you have in Craig? There, put that into production. It's um, a yin yang fun. Okay, so I'm gonna go. <laughs> Sorry, oh, what, what the hell? Uh, so <laughs> that's my Cantonese. That's my Cantonese So, so the shape of it. Yeah. Um, I'm just gonna go with a, a circle. Okay. Um, yeah. A circle patty, and I wanted to replicate a pineapple pork butt oh, situation. Oh yes. So let's get. Maybe Yo, we that's put. That's actually a real idea. Maybe we yeah. put real pineapples like chunks in there uh-huh. with the roast pork. Mm. Um, and, and then the outside you have like the, like the pineapple bun. Crust. Yes. Yes. Ooh, I mean, the, the, the thing is like, I guess what would be the difference between that and an actual pineapple bun though? Uh, like, is there really a variation? All right, fine. There's, yeah. There's oxtail in it too. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yo, when in doubt for a patty, just throw in oxtail. Bro, for whoever put patty, oxtail in a patty is a genius. Like, yeah. Actually, so delicious. So, so, yeah, that's the one. And then circle shaped. So I think, mm. yeah, that would be the Stephen LeBron patty. Yours would be the big head patty. Yeah. And I think we should actually put both of these into production. Okay. Shouts to Craig, though, and, and Ivy, because like they actually did a Raptors themed. Um, patty for us mm. when we went to brunch, and this was with the bone marrow. Right, right, right. That yeah. was sick. Yeah, that, that so they, was. They yeah. baked the bone like into the middle of the patty. So yeah, kind of looked like Iron Man. You know, like yeah. Iron Man has just that like hole in the chest. Yeah, 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 yeah. Damn, I'm hungry now. Yeah, no man, I can um, go for. I can go good for. Good thing I'm going to Jay's Steak Freights. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> this guy doxing himself, but in in the past. No, but like He'll never um, get to me. <laughs> Yeah, those patties, I believe those Jurassic patties is what they call yeah, them, yeah, the bone yeah. marrow. is going to be available next Thursday. So so pull up. All right, that's it for food and drinks. Mm. You have avoided the trick-or-treat. Let's go trick-or-treat. Let's go. Section. We'll, we'll go quickly on these. No, we don't have to go quick. Oh, okay. Um, you, got, you got 30 minutes left. Oh, damn. Uh, trick-or-treat. Uh, what is on your Christmas list, my brother? 
What's on my Christmas list? I've ne- I never make wish lists. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's actually something I talk to my therapist about quite often. Mm. Um, was yeah. I mean, sorry, you our, make, our, our you, therapist. Sorry, you could make better use of your time in there, but I, I could. But yep, one yep. of the things I got to really like learn or be intentional with is yep. like um, choosing for myself. Like it's actually something that oh. makes me uncomfortable in general. Okay. So um, I do like, not have that issue. Birthday no. list and stuff like that, I usually would not come up with. Like I, if you ask me, like well, my birthday is also two days before Christmas. Yeah. So I usually can only, I can only pretty much do it once a year. Yeah. Um, but I never have a wish list. It actually drives my partner crazy because she's like, I, what am I supposed to buy you? And I'm yeah. like, I don't know. You know who I am. Buy me whatever. And then I don't use the gifts that she gets me. But yeah, still. Yeah, um, I, I am like the exact opposite. I have like probably like 70 things bookmarked from nah, like books, crazy. clothes. Like I just pulled this up. Like I found this the other day on Etsy. Oh, yeah? It's a Sopranos Pine Barrens custom action figure Sheesh. of Polly and uh, Chris in the woods. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're not here to talk Yo, about the prices. Paying four payments so, in Klarna? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you get, a, you get a each character in, in Klarna, man. Yeah, so I have a lot You're of like... Chris Montesanti <laughs> on Klarna. So I like looking for just like random wow. stuff. Wow. Um, and if anybody like, if anybody wants to send me gifts, hit me up. Yo, yo, honestly, if up. four fans can combine <laughs> to, to take on the four Klarna uh, payments, so someone can yeah. get him Wally. Someone, <laughs> $140 Sopranos, one of one yeah. um, action figures. Wally on, Walnuts, on, on whatever Etsy. his name yeah, is. This guy called him Wally Zerbiak. This guy called him Walnut Zerbiak. Yeah, so I, I, I combine his name together. Um... Anyways, um, next up. Yeah, I don't know what's yeah. my Christmas list, though. I really don't. Okay. I actually have uh, two great ideas uh, for Christmas gifts for you. Oh, okay. Uh, but wow. also your birthday falls uh, around Christmas. Yeah, so it's 23rd for my so birthday, 25th for the birthday. Are you expecting two? Or should, Bro, can is, I scam and be like, yo. This is the eternal yeah. uh, struggle that I've always gone to because people are just like, oh, well, this is double. Yeah. Are yeah. you cool with that, though? Yeah, so my parents, for example, for my 16th birthday was like, yeah. here's a guitar that we bought for 160 bucks, yeah. and then here's a pair of socks. Oh, and, <laughs> and it I'm covered like, both. Yeah, but it covered it, both I, occasions. With the guitar, though, it's a big gift, so I'm like, okay, that actually does cover both. Okay. But, um, yeah, I mean, other times I'll be yeah. like, here's a Lego set and a pair of socks. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what, man? The pair of socks so, was hidden. So the big scam I'm trying to pull yeah, with yeah. these two gifts okay. that I want to get you is I'm going to hit up like 10 friends. Oh, okay. And, and be like, hey, do you guys each want to pitch in 10 bucks? You putting my gift on Klarna? <laughs> so, so that So that for a $100 gift, yeah, yeah. if I get 10 people to each Why pay, you got to crowd raise 100 I, bucks? No, but what? then I save 90. So then so then 10 people can say they got you this oh, gift. Oh, okay, okay. This is yeah. a super scam. I got so you. So I've been working on this since October, but right. you know things got in the way. So it might not arrive till February. Here, so. The only thing I would say is yeah. my general advice to people who like have bought me gifts in the past yeah. is just like I like to get gifts. I like to receive gifts that kind of put me into positions that I wouldn't really been choosing oh, okay. for myself. So like new so things. Like, like an art supply kind of thing. Like nice. I don't usually do like painting or whatever. So like it's kind of fun to like try that on, you know, because I would never choose that for myself. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. All. Yeah, yeah. For me, New experiences. I, for me, I have specifically 70 things. Yeah. yeah no, so. you, you look like a you look like an OnlyFans creator, man. You got a whole <laughs> wish list on Amazon, buddy. I have a whole wish list. Um, next up, what were the alternate names for prehistoric? Yeah. And how did you decide on it? So I can't remember all the names now. It was a real struggle. I think it took me like three to like six months to come up with a name, to come up with prehistoric that I was comfortable with. I knew I wanted to go back to like whatever, like a reference to the dinosaurs and all this stuff. Um, Some of the bad names at the start, like Jurassic Start. 
was one of the names I was like floated around, um, which was terrible. Um, but then I read this story um, about the Raptors in like a 95 like newspaper and they used the word prehistoric and I just decided to use it because mm. I thought it was perfect. No, it's a, I, mean, I think it's a really good name, man. Yeah. and, and What like, about the audacious history? Why did you choose audacious? Oh, audacious and improbable was like words that the publisher wanted to push. Oh, okay. Because okay, like they you. said that that was going to be like a good way to like get people's attention. Mm. So I actually try to tone those words down myself. Mm. But they were like, trust us, we know we know what we're doing, Will. We're going to think, like, the, bo- <laughs> the bodacious like, history? Yeah, they're like, Will, we know what we're doing. The um, ass is bodacious. They're like, come on, Will. Um, anyways. <laughs> that was tough. Uh, that was tough. <laughs> uh, next up, uh, let's see. Uh, Tony at Sunday's Coffee wants you to drop your skincare routine. Apparently, you have good skin. I would say, uh, by Asian standards, yeah. I do not have good skin. Yeah, I mean, I don't Asians know about your have, feet, but like, yeah. Yo, like, listen, yeah. man, you got to drop your feet care routine <laughs> after this, man. This guy, this guy, this guy eating the, this guy getting the fish to eat his skin and then eating the fish. Yo, eating the man. fish is crazy. That's crazy. This guy getting bogo. <laughs> this is the most economical <laughs> fish water massage. This guy ever. eating. This guy, this guy, oh man, this guy eating feet soup afterwards. Uh, yeah, I mean, like honestly, I think Asians have like. Uh, really done overkilled, honestly, oh, on like okay. a, on like skincare products. Yeah, you know, like if you go to like a, the Korean section of like the skincare. Uh, oh yeah, like I mean, even like, when I was a million in, when I was in Seoul, like, in Seoul, I saw some of those shops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got a pretty straightforward like L'Oreal type situation. Yeah, yeah. So I obviously wash my face before going to bed, and then yeah. when I wake up in Thank the morning. God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's crazy, man. I uh, I sometimes I have like uh, I, I I like for example I keep some face wash like at the office too. Oh damn! Just yeah. in case. Um, then I there's like lotion, you know. But that's yeah. basically it. Like it's nothing that crazy either. Okay, so. okay. Yeah, I, you know, I do Vino, notice. I, I like a vino. I do notice being on air, like yeah, like man, when I don't get a lot of sun, especially in the winter, like I'd be looking oh. pale as hell. Man. Yeah. I need to book one of those. Uh, trips to a resort and have a one week meltdown again oh okay that's what i need get some sun um another uh, cuba trip coming dana wants to know describe each other in three words yeah um i don't know man (laughs) (laughs) what is this is not hard i'll go big head uh nice yeah Uh, okay all right man (laughs) you know like big head feet (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, you know what? We gonna move on to the next. Okay, question, we're man. moving on. No, sorry, Dana. We appreciate you're, you're, you. As you're always. you're you know that. moving on. More from Dana. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. What's your favorite book other than prehistoric? Uh, what are you reading right now, my brother? My favorite book all time, probably Catch Twenty Two. Really? Yeah. I did not like that book. I I, I don't really think I got it. it when I read it. It's like yeah. satire, right? Yes, yes. It's like war satire. Yeah, World War Two. Because that's how like he gets himself absurdist. into a Catch Twenty Two situation. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, I, I just really enjoyed it reading. It was one of the projects I had in high school. Yeah. Um, it was like choose a book, whatever. And I, I, I don't know. I felt like in high school, they just kept making you read these dystopian novels. Like every year was like Shakespeare recitations and then dystopian yeah. novels. Shakespeare, like, Shakespeare overrated, man. Okay. Hot take. What? Yeah. But that's like the basis for so many stories. Yeah. But you there's know? been, there's been talks whether he even wrote his own stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. This guy, this guy. I, I, I mean, I've been writer. on Reddit a lot, so. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, anyways, that's, that's, that's your favorite. No, I mean, so, but you yeah, didn't read the, Confederacy of Dunces or whatever. Uh, no, but I mean like, so that's probably my favorite book growing up. Um, I don't know, man. What did I read recently, man? 
Um, I've been having a lot of trouble reading. Yo, same. Honestly, I actually have this on the list to talk to my therapist about next time. Yeah. I hear you. Like I, you know, like you, you know, I, there was a time where I was like bringing books to Wonderland to read during the, the yeah. for the rides, all that kind of stuff. I think the pandemic mess messed my brain up, bro. The pandemic. I feel like I was just like, I have worse attention span now more than ever, bro. I have like eight books on my like table that I have a bookmark. Yeah, in same, same. That I yeah. haven't finished. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then I keep starting new ones. Yeah, well, it's because you're like you're like, ooh, what's this new shiny thing? And yeah, then your attention moves to the next book. It's a little sad. I hate to say this on air, but, you know. Yeah, it's tough right now. Yeah. So, next up, Dana again. I want to know if you play your albums in order or do you shuffle them? Shuffling albums is, Bro, like, wild behavior. That's actually nuts. Because you got to respect that? the artist. Yeah, like, you can't go to a restaurant and they're, like, serving you the three-course meal and you're like, but give me the dessert first. Dessert like, first is kind of sick, though. No, man. Go really? to your own buffet, then, if that's what you want to do. Make your own place. Yo, next time we should go to All You Can Eat and start at dessert. Um, no. No? <laughs> no. Okay, okay. No, because okay. you'll, you'll get, like, uh, I don't even know what the English term for it. The, the Chinese term is kind of, like, you kind of feel, like, sick almost. Yeah. Because you, like, eat the I sweets. think the English term is you feel sick. <laughs> yeah, I guess, yeah. I guess you get yeah. you feel sick when you eat dessert first. Okay, okay. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. No, we have to respect the artist's uh, vision. Damn, bro. We're really not reading like that no more. Yeah, it's all good, bro. You know, I, I mean, I pick up, you know, you know, The Loneliest American, whatever. Yeah, I gave you that book like 18 months ago. <laughs> I know, I read like one and, chapter and, and now at a you, time. now you are The Loneliest American. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm the Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, Maddie, uh, thanks again for the bracelets. Yo, seriously, uh, please get you. those five of those. Please, please get five of those done for me. Um, what is your favorite Taylor Swift song? Favorite Taylor Swift song? I swear Maddie asks this every time. Um, so the era that I identify with Taylor Swift was... Eras. No, it was, oh, okay. was not. It was Fearless. That album came out oh, when I'm I was in high school. I'm a folklore guy. Yeah. So I, like, lived it in the sense that, like... Um, I don't think she was as popular then as she is now. Like, she's, like, a like yeah. an entity. Whereas back then she was just, like, a really, really popular artist. Yeah. Um, but I actually did, like... I mean, whatever, my... Uh, partner at that time was also like really into that album specifically so like you know you got to listen you know what i mean it's one of those yeah, areas yeah. where this is how you're I got on it. the ipod you got yeah. one earbud and one ear for yeah. you one earbud for your partner oh man you guys sharing buds yeah, yeah we were you we were you know we had a this buds for you you know <laughs> like was <laughs> buds. this buds for you this is how i know all death cap and no beer yeah yeah, yeah exactly this is how right? i know all of death cap. yeah yeah so i think that album for me was 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 fearless. I mean, I don't know, man. There's there's uh, what do I remember from that? That was like ten years ago at this point. Yeah. But I'm I'm bumping "Cruel Summer" is the song that I'm bumping the okay. most right now right. from, let me, from let me Taylor look at Swift. Again. Hold on, hold I'm on. still I'm still a like a beginner um, Swifty type situation. But you're yeah. right, man. She's an entity, man. She's not a yeah. she's not a businesswoman. She's a business woman. Okay. <laughs> I just tried to read. Oh, you know what? The song Fearless itself is also quite good on okay, it. But yeah, okay. I remember the Fearless, 15, Love Story, Hey Steven. Also kind of catchy, Hey Steven, White Horse, pretty Wait, good. Wait, there's a song called Hey Steven? Yeah, Hey Steven. Pretty we, good. We need to do a Hey Steven LeBron version. Uh, <laughs> okay, bro. God Steven damn. LeBron's version. Yo, that's crazy. Um, yeah. No, I, I would love to tap White into more Horse, Taylor You Belong so. With Me, Breathe, Tell Me Why, oh, yeah, You're you Not be, Sorry. You belong with the me way is, I loved you. Oh, the way I loved you was crazy. You Belong With Me is, a, is another iconic yeah. ki- karaoke song. Yes. That's yes. a good one. Shouts to... Uh, 22 uh, is the other one, right? 20. Yeah, 22 is also quite good. I like 22. 22 just puts me in a good mood. You know what's man. really chaotic? Um, why did Kendrick do uh, the collab for oh, Bad Blood? Yeah. yeah. 
I can't I can't mention Kendrick. Every time I, I say I don't like Kendrick, people get mad. <laughs> yeah, you're right, but so I, I don't understand what Kendrick was doing on that one, though. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. He really got washed by Taylor. It was yeah, pretty, we're pretty, gonna, pretty much of a landslide. I mean, I don't want to reuse content we might use on the show tomorrow, but did you see they asked the Raptors to start bench cut Beyonce, Rihanna, and Taylor Swift? Yeah. I felt like it was kind of not fair to Taylor Swift. I feel like it's not fair to put the players in that situation because one of those three stands fandoms Yo, will come after you. It's a little scary. Two. It's actually a um, little scary. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah, you know, it's it's not that serious. It's really just musical. Like, you know what I mean? I feel like if you ask like them, but like, it yo, is serious though. What? Well, why, if it was like, yo, start bench or cut like uh, Jay Z, Drake, and like, um, I don't even know Kanye. Like, yeah, that's not that hard. Um, yeah, give me, yeah. Actually, no, I, I can't say. But like, the you know answer. what I mean? What Kanye? I can't say the answer you? in case uh, Drake posts my book. So. Oh, okay, damn, that's yeah. crazy. So, wow, really? Eh? So, okay. Yeah. Anyways. Drake on um, my bench. You just don't know who's starting. Um, anyways, um, last question. Yeah. Um, someone told me to ask you to explain Slippy G to me. <laughs> Wait, what is Slippy G? Wait, hold on, G? hold on, hold on. Where, where? They said, ask Will to explain Slippy G to you. I think you mean Slippy J? Okay. They might have typoed it. Uh, maybe. Or maybe I might have missaid it on the show. So yeah. this is like, I mean, I don't want to dox my parents. Okay. But it is fairly close. There's a school. Okay. Um near my where my parents live. Sure. And um the the name of the school, if I pull up the correct spelling of yeah. it, um is like let me, just give me like ten seconds. Yeah, I'm we're gonna, gonna we're gonna give them ten seconds right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so <laughs> the the school is called Joseph Cardinal and then uh S-L-I-P-Y-J. Okay. And then so one time my dad was, and I would go to the school and I would like hop the fence and I would play basketball there. And I yeah. would just like shoot hoops or whatever. And so my dad was like, oh, where are you going, son? Are you going to Slippy J? <laughs> <laughs> so I always found it really funny that he called it Slippy Wait, J. Wait, have you referenced this? I think I might have just said it ra- randomly, but yeah, it's okay. on Westine Park Drive. It's just called Slippy. It's called uh, Joseph Cardinal Slippy Damn. J. Catholic school. It's like a junior yeah. school, I believe. Damn, the Uber was $15 an hour ago, now it's 28 man. Yeah, because it's raining. Oh, my God. Yeah, and it's rush hour, man. Right, Yo, take the subway home, man. You live downtown, bro. I'm going to Jay's Steak Freights, oh, oh, bro. Oh, yeah, that's fine, yeah. Anyways, all right. That um, that actually wraps it up. All right, no no career question or what? Oh, oh shoot, I forgot about that one. Yeah, oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, we can definitely actually, do Actually, we got it. a career question. I got one last question to, to, to leave us off on. But okay, let's do it. We, we got we got, we got got 12 minutes to, to get this No, in. we got lots of time. Right. Um, So career question. This is an email from uh, Noah. He said, hello, Smeagol and Deagle. <laughs> um, I'm a pretty creative person who's also been gifted with pretty high-level software and science skills. Awesome. As a result, I found myself working as a software engineer at an American biotech this company. This person's Asian. I get paid. Actually, I don't think so. I get really? paid. Yeah, right. I didn't dox sorry, her last sorry, name. Sorry, sorry, my bad, my bad. I get paid an American salary while living here in Toronto and find satisfaction knowing the software I write, support scientists who are researching life-saving drugs and treatments. However, the work can be draining and soul-crushing, and I can tell this isn't what I want to do for the rest of my life. I use so much mental energy on my job and I have almost none left to make music, make art, or really pursue any meaningful passions. That's how capitalism gets you. Man, Alex, as someone who used to work at a soul-crushing job, what advice do you have for people looking to find a balance between doing what they love and paying the bills? Much love to you both. And then Noah. You know what? I don't, you don't see a lot of Asian Noahs, so I, I think you might be Yeah, right I mean, one. you see his full name here. I'm not trying to dox. But, oh, okay. um, you do? Yeah, it's at the top um, of his email. Um, 
so I guess my thing, my I guess my answer would be like you got to let go of that balance. At some point, you have to break that rhythm and actually take a risk to try to do what you want to do. Um, it was a super struggle for me before I like put both my dirty feet into this industry um, of just like trying to balance an accounting job full time and trying to like dip one dirty foot into like you know the, this like sports media industry. You can't be five toes down. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> you and you, and you got to scrub toes. them at all times. Yeah. yeah. But like, if you really want to do something specifically that you want to pursue creatively, like you simply have to channel your full energy into it. Yeah, I think that's the thing with creativity is that like, um, it's not born out of like um, desperation or necessity. You can't like squeeze creativity out of yourself. Like, you have to, in my experience at least, you have to like let yourself feel, let yourself be free, let yourself wander, and then that's when you stumble into ideas. Um, and whatever, what we do isn't even that creative in the first place, but like, unless you actually make that space, um, it's not really possible. And like, whatever, like you obviously have to like pay the bills. I mean, depending on where you live, it sounds like you're, or you live in Toronto. Yeah. So you got to definitely pay the bills. Yeah. Um, sounds like making pretty good money though. Whereas like if you, that's, yeah. that's the other thing I always say is like, uh, no, no two people's like financial situation is the same and like yeah. personal situation. Like I've been lucky to be able to like be in spots to actually take those risks. Sure. Whereas sure. that might not be available to other yeah, people. Yeah, like, you know, you don't have kids, for example. Yeah. Like, so people might have kids. No, I'm cats. not sure what this person's situation is. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, at the same time, it's like you do reach the point in your career where it's like you got to choose between, like, um, you know, you got to know eventually, like, when you can actually say no. Yeah. And, um, again, like, it's a real privilege to even get to that point. Um, but it does sound like this person is at that point. You got to take some risks is, is the thing, right? And those are personal decisions. And sometimes, honestly, people don't really respect you until you say no, which I think that, um, you know, especially if you come from a really hardworking background and, like, especially if you come from, like, a more survivalist, like, mindset of, you know, you came up, maybe your parents weren't really super secure or anything like that, and, like, your experience is, like, I want to make it, but then I want to make it to such a degree that I can support my parents, I can support future generations, I'm just going to work, 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 and it's, like, never going to be anything I say no to, because my mindset is to uh, always stuck in that position, then, you know, but you, you, you do have to at least grow out of that in a, in a way, especially when you get to that position where you can, um, where you can choose, and... You know, I think people ultimately will respect your decisions when you do choose yourself. Um, when you when it's when it's something that you truly feel like is needed and you need to take that space. But unless you take that space for yourself, no one's literally going to give that to you ever. Um, in terms of a, working a soul crushing job, I mean, you know, I almost worked in biotech. <laughs> that was Damn. what my original school major was in, and uh, I realized I hated being in a lab. But uh, you know, and, and at that point, I was able to make a change. But Obviously, it's a lot easier to make a change when you're in your when you're 20 versus when you're 30 or whatever. But you know, it's not also it's not too late, I suppose. And um, I don't know. Yeah, no, bro. If um, if you want to just hit me up again on email, talk talk to me about specifics stuff you want to do. Happy to uh, continue this conversation, my brother. Just have a dinner reservation right now. Yeah, there you go. All right, what's your last question? Uh, my last question. So yesterday I was, after the show, went to the screening. Shouts to uh, Ken Cow, who got uh, Good Boy. The screening was up. Um, fan oh, of, yeah. Fan of the program. Sorry and, I couldn't uh, make it, Kennedy. I emailed you. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, listen, like he was, there was a lot of people there in attendance, a lot of people showing love. So That's I think it was, it was really great to see him. And, um, you know, uh, congrats on the on the project. It was really fun, thought-provoking for sure. We, we talked a little bit in the DMs afterwards too. Um, 
But then afterwards, I was like, all right, I'm going to go to uh, Soul Shakers, which is like... Oh, a, my God. This is your damn pod question. You remember Soul Shakers? Yes, we I remember Soul time, Shakers. Right? Yeah, yeah, so it's like a Korean-inspired like food place, but it's also got great drinks. It's just yeah. like a really nice kind of area to be in. Uh, Bloor and Lansdowne. And I got there, and, and whatever. My partner was running late, so there was like another like 20 minutes. I was just waiting there in the bar. And so I was just me at the bar, like by myself at that point. So I just had headphones in. I was listening to a podcast. Mm. And then like halfway through, I'm like, yo, am I just at the bar right now with headphones in, drinking an old fashioned and listening to the low post <laughs> with own young music? Like, it is, is that what's happening right now? And then, so I kind of felt a little self-conscious and I took the earbuds out. Yeah. Then I got kind of bored because I'm like, what am I supposed <laughs> to do here? You say Ohm's name like he's a record label. <laughs> Ohm Young you Music? You called him Ohm Young Music. Well, honestly, this guy called him Young Money, <laughs> <laughs> his name is okay whatever uh om young masook oh masook sorry sorry my bad my bad um <laughs> no, om young. young music <laughs> but my question is have you listened to a podcast at a bar like oh not out loud obviously that'd be no wildly chaotic, no but. i haven't but i think it's acceptable I think yeah. in your situation where you were waiting for somebody. I had no like other entertainment on. Yeah. Me, like. It wasn't like you were being rude to like a bartender. Like you're yeah. really in that space by yourself. I think my only gripe is like, come on, man. I gotta be like, you can listen to music. Like why, you can why, listen to music. Well, I can't listen to how the Clippers looked in their no, debut. I, I think specifically what the pod was is what I have a gripe with. Like, oh, you can't okay. be at the bar listening to the low post, man. <laughs> Like, I can't be posted up listening to <laughs> no, low. No, man. Like, what, what, why didn't you be like, yo, I'm going to play like five songs right now? Uh, like a little music vibe. Well, they already out. had music playing in the bar. Yeah, so that's I could have just taken my earphones out and okay. like, listened to that. Okay. Did you feel weird about it? Is this something you would do again? No, I just felt funny about it because yeah. it was like a mirror right across from me where I was sitting. So I looked up yeah. and I saw the bar behind me and I just like with headphones on and, yeah. and, and Ohm was just being like, it's early. You know, James Harden has to, like, learn how to deliver passes to yeah. Nick Zubac. And, and I'm like, oh, wow. Like, and, th this, this is a weird And you're vibe. doing a two-hour show where we've talked about James Harden on every show um, for, sure. like, the last 10 days. Like, yeah. I just thought you might want to, like, mix it up a little. Oh, you're you like, uh, work-life balance? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're right. yeah. You're right. But you know what? Uh, in general, listening to pod at a bar, I think, is, is acceptable. Okay. It's not like I went to the bar so that I can listen yeah. to a pod. Yeah. It was like a strictly like in between period, but I do want to. That's my question. That's my concluding question to. to okay, listeners. that's your concluding. Have question. Have you listened to the Raptor show? On yeah, the my concluding question is: um, Does everyone feel like they're being forced to tip at every single place they go to now? Um, because I, I go get bubble tea, I go get anything, mm. and and when you go to pay now, there's always a tip option, even though you're not staying at the institution. Mm. And I actually had a had a convo about this with. Um, I guess I won't dox this person because they were very against this tipping thing. Sure. Like, I'm, I'm trying to look out, obviously, for, like, you know, labor and stuff. Like, when we go to restaurants, all this stuff, make sure we tip properly. No, man. But I feel like this is being pushed in, uh, you know, it's, it's just everywhere now. Nah, you saying I'm trying to look out for labor and stuff is <laughs> sick, man. <laughs> Anyways, okay. those are our two parting thoughts. Okay. Thank you for listening. Alex Marks. <laughs> trying to look for, up for Yo, labor and stuff is killing us, me, man. Send okay, us. Okay, Gary Garrett Temple. <laughs> Garrett Shirley Temple. Oh, man. Uh, please uh, send us a Garrett no, tell Temple us, Tell street. us when should you tip and when you shouldn't you tip. Yeah, when should I you I mean, tip? we tip regardless. Here's the thing. Like, Alex is not cheap. He actually is looking, trying to look out for labor and stuff. My question is, too, when I pull up to a, an arena and I'm buying a beer... Like, I'm just grabbing the beer and going, and the beer's already, like, 18 <laughs> bucks. 
The am beer's I, already there. They pop it open for you. Am I supposed to, to tip? I actually am not sure. You should tip, man. Okay. Here's, uh, I mean, that's not definitive. The tipping thing is just like, uh, to your labor point, like people aren't getting paid an actual livable wage. But how's that being passed on to like, why, why can't these companies step up and pay the people then? Uh, they should do that. Yeah. And then they should tell people that you don't need to Listen, tip. I know this is a sensitive subject, but I needed to bring it to the forefront. Mm. Again, one of the perils of capitalism, just yeah. like how Noah has to pick between yeah. living his life and what he likes versus doing a soul-sucking job for rent. Yeah, man. Uh, life life, life is tough for everyone out there. So. Yeah. And all oh, we do is pod. Yeah. So, appreciate yeah. appreciate you guys. And uh, we'll be back with, uh, with the banter pod in uh, December. Yeah. So thanks everyone for listening. Rate, review, subscribe. And uh, yeah, we'll see you in a month.